Hello, everybody, and welcome to the season five premiere of The Chat. We took our summer hiatus. We relaxed a bit. We tried to detox from these soaps, but Ingo Rademacher got in the way of that. But we're here. We're ready to discuss it all from The View's 25th season premiere to General Hospital, the crazy baby Dominic saga on Y&R that delivered lackluster drama like always, and everything in between, including the promotion for Beyond Salem, the Days of Our Lives Peacock spinoff. Next week's show will be dedicated to Beyond Salem as a whole, so we really won't talk about the first episode on tonight's show, but next week, join us for that amazing show. Um, Before we get into everything, let's check in on our co-host. Mr. Tiggs, how was your summer break, my dear? It was great. I'm still living off of a high. It's it's beautiful. Hot, but beautiful. (laughs) Bold and beautiful, would you say? (laughs) Yes, bold, beautiful, and drunk. Yes. Minus the erectile dysfunction. (laughs) Minus! (laughs) Good. Alan, oh my dear Alan, I am so happy to see you again. How are you? I'm fine. My summer break, like, I'm dark, so that was eventful. I'd like to thank your listeners for not murdering me. That was kind of you. <laughs> um, also, um, Alan kept up with his soap column through our hiatus, so if you haven't gotten the chance to read his latest column, Alan, where can they go to read your latest column? Oh, thepotbreak.com. Awesome. And what is uh, this one about? Oh, it's about how each soap is using history lately. Spoiler alert, Young Russ is not going to get a review on that, Mark. He is really history. Joshua Dane to use is freaking adding such as marriage, pretty much. Yes. And Mariah Simon Nicole, that's it. So I'm very excited. It was a very funny column, as always. We even retweeted it um, on our Twitter account for the chat. So please go and read it and support Alan. And the one, the only, the Drusilla Winters of this podcast. Rodrigo, how are you, my darling? Oh, oh! Thank you for that introduction. Like, oh my God, it's amazing. Thank you. I'm good. I'm good. Summer was great. Uh, can't be sorry. September, but you know, oh, I, know. I, I like the fall anyway. So that's not bad for me. So, but I'm ready to talk about these damn soaps. Couldn't leave Amen. them in the summer, can you? You can't leave them in the summer. we'll get into it later we will we definitely oh my god so much to discuss my summer was great too and over the summer I continued to work with a very special uh writer a trans activist a multi-soap watcher and in fact that very person is guest starring on our podcast tonight please welcome our guest co-host Emmy Morgan Emmy how are you doing I am fantastic. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm doing well. We are ready to jump into some hot topics with you. Are you ready to discuss what summer was like for daytime TV with us? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sigh must have been uh, interpreted for the young and the restless. Uh, <laughs> Just the whole genre. Ooh. Girl, amen. Um, before we kick things off, though, Emmy, let's talk to you a little bit about your soap history. Um, how did you get involved in soaps, and 
What has been your favorite all-time soap? I started watching soaps. It's a funny story. I got grounded when I was a kid. And this was what I'm going to say back in 92, whatever. You weren't even a stain on a mattress. And (laughs) my mom had been watching. My mom is so old. She actually was listening to As the World Turns and Guiding Light on the radio. So she's been As the World Turns and Guiding Light aficionado. And when I got grounded in 92, I was like, well, what am I going to do? I, I can't do anything. It's summer. Like, I'm grounded. So I just started watching soaps. I think the first YNR storyline I remember, um, I want to say Eve Howard. Um, Eve oh, Cole, wow. So really, I think. Uh, going back. I, I remember B&B was Belief. Afterward turns, um, I think Lily found, wait, I don't remember with Lily, but Guiding Light, I specifically remember, which is my favorite of all time, Vinnie Morrison and David Grant. That is the first storyline I remember. I just missed um, um, Beverly McKenzie. She had just left, Mm -hmm. so I missed her, but that is when I started watching during um, that time frame. And I went on and off with GL, but it, it really is my favorite. That's awesome. Um, um, I know. When it ended, I, I did YNR. So that's what I'm doing now. You started with the days of Nia Long. Oh, oh yes, yes, back. Nia Long. Yes, oh. and Hampton. And, yes. Uh, and Hold On Winnie. To Love. And oh. Oh, here goes the music references. Jeez. <laughs> Emmy, Emmy always makes fun of me because I'm a person who loves background music and theme songs. And she's like, oh, I never notice it. <laughs> I was watching Beyond Salem and he's like, did they use the same theme song? Like, I don't know. Because I hadn't Maybe? watched it yet. And then I called her and I was like, girl, that theme song is all different. They gave Lisa Rinna the Heather Locklear treatment. Well, they're talking um, about the Baywise the Stockings opening or something. I was like, yes, honey. It kind the of reminded place. me of Melrose Place a little bit. Yeah. Right. Like, all over the place. I said, I said, it was it's, it's cute. That's funny. Yeah. That is funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll certainly get into Beyond Salem. Um, yeah. And uh, again, I can't wait for I love week, but, so. like, maybe I'm just me because, you know, black and gay or whatever. But every time you guys say Beyond Salem, I keep thinking y'all saying Beyonce, but yeah. Yes, me too. I'd be talking about Beyonce. Oh, her birthday. Oh yeah, last week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then I met you, Emmy. Uh Emmy is Mm -hmm. a uh scriptwriter and story consultant on my podcast soap that I do, shameless plug. Um and she's an absolutely amazing woman. And the way she fights for representation in daytime is very important. So of course, at the end of the show, she'll give her Twitter handle. And I do recommend that all of our listeners follow her. She's fantastic. Um, but in the meantime, let's get into our hot topics. Um, I want to kind of look at the summer as a whole uh, for our soaps. We'll start with our soaps. Um, Tiggs, what did you enjoy most this past summer um, on the soaps? Was there a specific character that was giving you life, a storyline, a show that was really on fire for you? What gave you life? What gave me life? Um... Huh? <laughs> Here you go. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, 
tried and true. I just go for Miss Pauline. Jack A. Harry always delivers. Uh-huh. You know, even though I'm not the biggest fan of what's going on right now with the story. But I I I'll get over it. But but yeah, I love me some Paulina. Love some Jack A. Harry. Love seeing Marla Gibbs. Love seeing all the black folks. Um GH with their consistency. Bold. Bold is trying. Um Lord, you, it took everything in you to say that. <laughs> Ryan R ain't trying enough. <laughs> oh, you are being too nice. What is up I, with you? <laughs> I I just uh, it's like like Bolt Bolt got it right there. Bolt is same thing. You know, Ryanar has the, all the ingredients to a good spaghetti, but no seasoning. Isn't Bolt, it funny how we've been saying that? We've been doing this for five seasons now, and since season one, episode one, you've been saying that because it's so yeah, true. And, and then yeah. with Bolt. Bold is like a nice layered lasagna. Mm-hmm. It tastes good. But, but it, it was it, heated up in the microwave. Yes. But you had it before. Yeah, you know you what? It, it tastes like it tastes like one of them encore lasagnas. Yeah. Oh, not an encore. I was yes, thinking like one of them Stofers. <laughs> no, Stofers Cosmo. Encore. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. Um, yeah, I totally agree with you. I Jacquet. She needs a daytime Emmy. Get her one because this has been a fabulous breath of fresh air, a continuous breath of fresh air for that show. And she proves again and again why she is the legend that she is. Um, So, Alan, let's go to you. Um, What did you like most about the summer on soaps? I'm going to say Spencer and Trina. Because Nicholas Chavez has been a great hire. Because he has no other acting credits but this. And he came in, he was a bit green, a bit stiff, but he got over that really quickly, and he's held his own, all these vets, more west. It's Jeannie Francis. And Cindy McKayla has excellent chemistry with him. They're a joy to watch. Oh, totally. And by the way, we love you, Sydney. Sydney is once again supporting our show as we come back. So XOXO to her. And I'm I'm here for Sprina. I love this. I such a great pairing. Um, now, Alan. I wanted to ask you about the whole Nicholas factor. A lot of people have had some issues with how they write Nicholas and Spencer. What are your thoughts on that father-son relationship? I think think it's appropriate because Spencer was a brat back when he was played by that little, little what's his name, Nicholas Nicholas Buckchell or whatever his name is. Mm -hmm. So he's bringing a whole family out and things. So it makes sense. And I like that there's conflict between them. I can't wait until Nicholas finds out he was actually right, and yeah, they can make him be have Nicholas actually punch Spencer because he has that coming. Because bringing threatening a child, even if you're never going to do anything, that deserves a punch to the face. I mean, I know what they're going for. They're going for new generation Stefan and Nicholas from back in the day, and it's like a continuation yeah. of the same father son. Well, they were nephew and uncle, but he was thought to be his father at one point, but that was a back and forth thing. But they had that dynamic and Stefan step and, and Nicholas used to fight and all, all types of stuff. Nicholas was a brat, let's be honest. He was a brat when he came on this show, an entitled brat. 
who didn't care about anyone except one person that was Lulu was that person that was that made him human and now with Spencer he has that in Trina and oh, they brought this little this little SMA thing I'm like okay um but he's not bad know, he's not bad it's one of those things where Nicholas wasn't that bad they're trying to make it seem like Nicholas was always this horrible no he wasn't it was like a running gag on the show that he was disgustingly polite and he was the truth. I'm having he a wasn't little, that bad. He I'm was. having a he little bit of issue. Misery. He was not that bad. I'm not saying he wasn't bad. He was entitled. I say he was entitled yeah, to a brat, a brat when he was when he came in. He was. If he he still wasn't everyone, that bad. Like, he thought everyone owed him. I, you know, but it came from her from being abandoned by Lord. They okay. played that. They, they yeah, the like Lord didn't owe him shit. Well, yeah, yeah that was one of Jeannie so, Francis's Emmy reels. Yeah. and Spencer's going yeah. through the same thing because he was banded by Nicholas, who didn't tell him that he was alive. So I just feel like they, there's a little bit of a disconnect. I honestly, and I even tweeted this um, into Alan's uh, mentions one day, a tweet he had put out um, because of the whole Marcus Coloma thing. Um, I'm still not feeling a connection to Nicholas. Um, and it, for me, it's just, there's such a disconnect in the writing for that character. It's almost like they have him doing too many things at once and then nothing. I can never get connected to Nicholas. But now with this new Spencer, I felt connected with this new Spencer so quickly and I love Sabrina, but Nicholas is a deadweight character to me right now. And so I don't even that, know- That's because- the story. That, that's because- when the character became dark, they only did it because he was the only person with the cast of our name on the show and they yeah. wanted to go back to them being dark. Nicholas mm -hmm. was never that character. He was never yeah. supposed to be that character. And it never made sense. No. It's just out of nowhere, he just became this dark character. Nicholas was Yeah, never who burned like election results and shot. Yeah, it was like, he was never like that. He had Laura's heart. He was never like that. Yeah. And they've turned him into this, it, it, it's never made any sense. I just, I'm interested with Victor being back. And Rodrigo, what are your thoughts on that? I know you're fully supporting Charles Shaughnessy here. Oh, this was an upgrade. I mean, <laughs> no, this was, <laughs> oh. no, no disrespect to pay. No shade, no shade, no shade, no shade. A little bit. No shade to say. I mean, they all, I mean, Played the part for like a couple months in 1981, and then he came back in 2014 for like another yeah. couple of months. I mean, I know people recognize him in the 80s and Luke and Laura and all that stuff, and he's recognizable, but he is recognized for Tony the Mayor the same way. I mean, Charles Shawnee is known for Shane Donovan, but you know, Charles Shawnee hasn't been soaked in years. He was doing the nanny and all this primetime stuff and whatnot. He just came back to the soaps, but uh, but Taylor Pangless has been there on and off that days as Tony and Andre back and forth, back and forth. So it didn't matter for me if he came back as Victor. Anybody could play that part. So Charles Shawnee is making that part cool. I mean, he's handsome. He's putting a new spin oh, to he's it. so handsome. Uh, he looks I mean, looks great. I mean, why not? I mean, he's a vet. He knows how to do it. I'm glad he's on contract. I mean, I speak, I mean the show is doing something long-term, so it's not just a guest stint. He's actually doing something an arc on the show and i'm i'm here for it so yeah he's a better actor lynn what's his name sorry but he is i i'm not gonna oh. start that 
Y'all stop. Yeah, they got the Theo back in the start. You don't know. No, fuck that. Show. You say what you want about Theo Bingham, but he's show. fucking hot. I did not don't say do that. Man. You know how I many people do DM'd me, you know? <laughs> it many people. Don't so you many do that. people DM'd me just saying they wanted this show back just to hear Alan be a bitch again. <laughs> so here we go, people. <laughs> no, it's one of those things for me. They could have got tail back because I'm just like, okay, get your cast about and well, but I mean, it looks like they're using uh, Ko in more story They need to get over the fact that the Catherines aren't going to be the big bad anymore. Helena's dead. Miko's all—they're all dead. So I was like, never scared I of Helena. Care at this point. So I just—I don't care. I mean, they're trying to show you there's other cast lines besides Miko's and Helena. I mean, they, uh, well, yeah, they, well, shit, they, Richard was supposed to be there too, and now he back. So it's They're, just like, you know, all I mean, of them were dead till now. The Cassadines <laughs> is just a lot of old people. Yeah, right. that, yeah, that's that's my thing. I, I'm kind of like because they never consistently, they never consistently updated the family yeah. since 1980. And so it's so hard to keep that thread going. I mean, and so many people are dead from that family. Yeah. That's the love a, well, I'm looking forward to this. I, I mean, oh, I am too. Rumor yeah. has it yeah, that, I mean, I am. Rumor has it that <laughs> Victor has Drew. He's holding Drew captive. That's what I. Well, that's yeah, he's the only one. I mean, I mean, and I'm enjoying Cameron Matheson as Drew. I'm I am too. I, running, I hate to say it. I am running too. away with this role. <laughs> right off the bat, he's at ten years. What? I haven't been here. In ten, he hasn't done soaps in ten years, and he comes back. And it's like he never left a soap opera. And he like, looks yes. fantastic. From yes, the, that's how you surviving do it. cancer and yeah, yeah. I I'm love. It. Oh I my god, the facial hair of it all. Oh. And so I far, I mean, it. I saw, I mean, they had him and Kelly Monica on the room together in those little um, hallucination scenes he was having, but I thought that was like a nice little dynamic with little baby Scout. They finally mentioned oh, Scout shit. again. And like, things are, I'm, it, with the wedding coming up, I don't know if that's all going to get connected somehow or. Uh, yes, yeah, climaxing. So, so I'm, I'm ready for the climax of the story. I mean, I'm it's like even the sour parts of GH aren't that bad because there's so bad. many good stuff. Because I can Twitter. excuse, I can excuse a Juilliard for a Cameron Matt. Oh no, we're not gonna. No, we're not gonna. No, 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 no. Fuck Ooh. that. No, fuck that. No, Let's he didn't need to have this laugh. No, I agree. But if they're gonna, ha- if Frank Ooh. Valentini is gonna have him on this show, then. You're gonna have to populate a lot of good storylines around him, oh, just like you. you know, on the thank Young and the Restless, when Tom Beards came on, he didn't know how to act from Adam. But there was some so many other good stories going on that I didn't have to listen to him go. I'm drinking, Nina. Like you oh. know, sometimes you got to take the good, take the bad, take them out. There you have the facts. And Frank oh. don't know how to let he don't know how to let go. Sometimes I'm just like, no, no, he's trying to fulfill that for your contract. Oh. Like, okay, I'm just like, you know God. he's gonna walk away with an Emmy. I'm just saying, you know, because oh. I'm just so tired of like the overacting and the hissing and the the enunciation. Oh was not. you don't have the fucking range to be a villain. You don't, because if you had that, you wouldn't need to do all this extra bullshit. You don't okay, have right. the right to be a villain. Get over That's if it. So anyway, to, oh, go ahead, Rodrigo. Of all characters, Peter's the one that gets in that mic and Nina's story. Like, I was like, oh. Who and else that, is going to show? Who else going to show? Or Cynthia Watros. And, and that's my whole thing with, the, with that storyline. I, I, I think I'm going to be let down because at this point, yeah. Nina, fuck him. 
Fuck him. Because <laughs> get pregnant. Why are you so long? No, because at this point, you have hid the truth about this man for six months. Either should or get off the pot. I, and I know they wanted to be sympathetic towards no, him because no. she's conflicted. Bitch, no, fuck that. People are going to feel how they're going to feel. Whether they hate you or they don't care or they love you. It's exactly. We, I loved when it. Quinn, I loved when Quinn on B&B said, Fuck Liam, I'm gonna do what I want when he has the amnesia. And I loved that because you have to stay true to who these characters are. It's yeah. not that they're necessarily being villains, they're being real people in a gray area of life. And so I don't think Nina's a villain. I think Nina's just a hell on wheels woman who gets conflicted sometimes. But I need her to drop them pants and get sunny sauce. Exactly. No You've been on this bullshit for six months. If that's the case, just tell the fucking truth then if you feel so exactly. bad. Exactly, and leave it tell alone. Tell the fucking right. truth then. Yeah. Oh. Um, this... But anyway, Emmy, we haven't heard from you yet. What were you liking most this past summer? Um, I have two things I like. Go for One, it. One, I like the, I call it the black explosion on Y&R. There was one scene where there was so many black people. I said, is there a funeral? Are they doing... <laughs> Are they doing mm. Neil's special episode all over again? But it wasn't. They were just black and hanging out. I said, oh, shit. Um, of course, to um, Tig's point, they don't know what the fuck to do. Um, but I love seeing so many black folk. Um, I, I, I was shocked. I was just literally shocked. You got Imani with her cute behind. Nate and his fine arms. And uh, Devon. And I was just like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> Devon with his show ass. Um, I, I just thought it was so amazing. I'm not going to mention Plantation Baby. I'm not going to mention Plantation Baby. Oh, we'll talk um, about it. But... Please, no. And my other thing that I love, and I don't care about how she, like the writers are trying to like make her like this like villain. I love Sally Spectra. Oh, my God. That redheaded beauty just stepped into my life and I was good. Oh, and I swear to God, I loved when she threw that water in Phyllis's face. Yes. <laughs> made her look like a panda for the rest of the episode. Oh, I loved it. And I loved the little scream that she did when Phyllis dumped the bucket of ice on her. It just showed me like, Courtney is just, she she's a consummate professional she just she plays up any and everything but today honey she was in them fabletic pants with that that little thing she got going on and adam did a double take he went whoa I i'm you go, so girl. ready for salad i am here like i said on twitter ali don't you um, dare no. don't you dare i ain't going with ali because i said it on twitter i'm ready for my salad to be tossed okay oh gross what is everybody else thinking about Adam and Sally? Alan, we'll start with you. You guys know I went to chat about they are they decided not to do that. So I'm fine with Sally and Adam. They have chemistry. They look good together. They're, they, because Mark Roseman, this is his first like pairing that wasn't like a predecessor as our pairing, like Chatham mm -hmm. and Chatham were. Yeah. This is his first pairing where he has no history with this person. He doesn't have to play anything with that. No he commitment has, to prove anything. Yeah. So yeah, that's actually a good thing for him because now he gets to come into his own with a new pairing. Yeah. So hopefully they have a good run. Hopefully eventually get back with Sharon because I think that's his true destiny. 
And hopefully he's shirtless, honey. Okay, let's see that dad bod, Mark. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not paying my Paramount Plus bill for nothing. So, well, I kind of <laughs> am because I watched The Young and the Restless. Um, oh, so. <laughs> he behind. Don't, don't, let him, don't let him fool you. He behind. Oh, honey, they know I'm behind. <laughs> um, Rodrigo, let's go to you. What are you thinking of salad or alley or whatever you want to call them? Okay, we ain't doing, I'm not, we're not doing that salad, no. You eat that salad yourself. I am. You, you eat yourself. I want Adam's dressing all over Sally's romance, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Just not this type of podcast, Casey. Okay, come on. Since when? Uh, <laughs> really? The shit you've said throughout five years. Mm-hmm. What have I said? I don't remember. I'm going to pull anyway, your car. Anyway, uh, Adam and Sally, thank you, Jesus. They're getting Mark Grossman into a new pairing. I I don't give a damn about Shadow. I don't give a damn about whatever the other one is. Um, <laughs> Chelsea and Adam, I don't care about them. <laughs> I just, I, I just swallowed this whole show with this debate between the two fan base. Like, for what? Like, it's, it's both played out and played out. This is not Victor and Nikki and Victor and Ashley. Like, this is not the same. I know what y'all trying to do. That's not it. It ain't it. Um, but I do like the chemistry of Mark Roseman and Courtney Hope. It's a, it's something new on this show, something that's not boring. I'm not bored by these two. I'm like, okay, here we go. Let's do something with these two. I love Courtney Hope and uh, Michelle Stafford. Finally, they're giving Phil something like, you know, play off of. She's seeing a version of herself. That's why I feel like I can't stand the girl because that girl reminds of her damn self and she don't like it. And it's, it's just, I just love those way those pair, those two blow off on each other. The water, splashing water, that's old school. So, um, so it's enjoyable. So, but I, I, I like a little slow build with these two. I don't want anything rushed, but um so far, so good. So hopefully, um, I don't hold anything to Josh. Griffith, but, yeah, I, um, I know. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, don't don't fuck it up, Josh. But <laughs> okay, not high hopes. <laughs> um, I'm telling you right now, if he uh, ruins Ashlyn and Victoria, I'm coming for his neck, honey. I will step on his neck. I stay I just, on that I, neck. I'm done. I love those two as well. They I are one of my story. favorite couples. Yeah. Um, and Richard and Amelia actually have really good chemistry. I would say this is the first time I've seen her have legitimate chemistry. Probably, well, she had a lot with Michael Rourke, but I wasn't as invested. Honestly, she had some with Stitch. Like that was the really was the big invested. one. Um, oh, stop. Honestly, okay. maybe this is the first time I've felt something with her having chemistry since Billy Miller, honestly. Because even though I thought she had some slight chemistry with uh, Daniel no longer on the show Goddard, um, I I didn't feel anything there for Kane and Victoria. But anyway, uh, Tiggs, let's go to you. What are you thinking of Sally and Adam? And what are you also thinking of the possible Jack and Phyllis reunion? Um, Sally and Adam, I'm liking that. You know me. I only want to shed them because I fucking hate Ray. Um, <laughs> but at this point, Nick and Sharon need to be back together. I don't give a good goddamn what the fuck is happening. That's what I'm saying. 
I don't. Well, Sharon Gates is trying to run that spoiler girl account, so she got her hands full. Nikki Sharon, I didn't. No, God damn it. Ray is an albatross around Sharon's neck. Ray needs to fucking die. I don't want him with anybody. Ooh. Can he, yeah, and can I like he just Jordan die in the line so of duty. I really do, but he's Ooh. a waste of fucking face. He needs to go. Ooh, I'm Mikey, Adam, and Sally, and I want my sack back, goddammit. Me Jack too, me too. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what Michelle Stafford won't. They need to be together. Yes. But do we still four. want Kyle and Summer to stay together? They'll be like sex siblings. So what? Well, okay. Okay. I'm fine. With it. <laughs> I'm I'm just asking. Asking. It's a bell bell created soap opera. No, you don't have incest no, of some sort. Matter. I, yeah. I mean, that don't matter. Like on days, hell, Kate and Victor were together and Bo and Billy were together. Who cares? On days, even Ooh. though Paulina doesn't know Abe isn't her father yet, she still thinks that her aunt is dating her father. So I mean, yeah. So that don't matter. Um, okay. the, the whole thing. I need this rivalry to amp up. She needs to be a secret daughter or something, or they need to fight over a man. Because with Summer not being on the show, Phyllis mm-hmm. just being mad at her for what she did to Summer is stupid. Summer I want her out. to tangle because it looks more and more like um, Kimberlyn is coming to Y&R for a stint because she keeps tagging Y&R in all of her tweets. And she actually just did a press photo release and she tagged Y&R in it. So if she's coming to town, what would you think of Sally and Sheila teaming up? If she's coming back, she needs to be fucking with Lauren. Like, yeah, she needs to be oh, yeah, of course. Like, that yeah, should be her main it. focus. But, you know, I'm doing that whole film three anyway. So, because we'll be able to get shit, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, like yeah I still like, Phyllis's like, face, whole thing. But, yeah, like, uh, no, I like, no, like I said, there's a gap. When Sandra Nelson left, and Michelle Stafford came back, Phyllis could have been pregnant and thought she lost the baby. And the Spectres could have took Sally from her. Make uh, her no, Sally. No, Phyllis make her Sally. What? What? Look, are fucking terrible because right that now. reminds me, I hated when they did that shit with Catherine and Jill. And that would basically be the same story. No, it's not. No, Catherine and Jill was based off of 30 years of fucking history and they fucked it up. This has been, what, a year? Who the fuck cares? But no, Dude. what I'm saying is not from a history perspective, from a feud perspective. Well, well, that happens all the time. Kendall and Erica couldn't stand this each other. Bobby God. and Carly couldn't stand each other. Dinah and, and Vanessa Penny couldn't stand each other. Later. Billy, Billy mm. and Kate couldn't I just, stand I don't know other. what I think. I mean, well, what do you guys think? Sally being Phyllis's daughter. I mean, it's crazy. Wow. Like, look at how, look at how, look at the actresses. Like, uh, you don't think that wasn't done on purpose? Uh, to get oh, those two congratulations. Together. They got red hair. You want a cookie for that? I mean, that, it don't matter, hmm. Casey. You know the history of cells when they have put people down. You know, I'll give you how they look alike. We, let's make a mother and daughter. That, that's just great. The yeah, thing yeah, is, like, when you, when you make a mother and daughter, there's going to be a resolution at some point. If you just keep them enemies, I think this is the dumbest way to become enemies. But if you just keep them, like if Sally, and I've advocated for this on Twitter, if Sally finds out yes. Summer slept with Billy, Yes. And Phyllis knew that will explode this show. Nick will break up with Phyllis because she is a liar. Uh, Billy would get punched in the face by either Nick or Victoria. Victor would probably buy out. Victor would. Ball. No, I don't think he would buy it out. I think he would go to war with Billy. And then mm-hmm. Lily would be faced with, do I fire my boyfriend or do I 
let Chance Com go down because Victor's coming for us. And yeah. Adam can print that story. Okay. And you do this, but, but, you do this when Michael and Summer come back and not Michael and yeah. Summer, Michael Mueller. I know, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, you do it when they come back in October, yeah. which I'm sure will be a wedding for them that we never got. Yeah. And you explode it and then you have November sweeps. To me, that doesn't matter anymore. Kyle and Summer <laughs> You don't happy. think that matters? No, no, it doesn't right. matter. No, no, but they should have did. They should have let Summer yeah. get pregnant. Not saying she should have kept mm-hmm. the baby. No, she should have. Yeah. She should have. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't that. matter. That Go doesn't matter me. anymore. Who cares? Nick was like a fucking idiot. Oh, you fucked my daughter three, four years ago. Who cares? That's no, no. That's stupid. <laughs> right. Who cares now? Two consenting like, adults. Even, even Billy wasn't hurt. Even Billy and Summer they came to kind of a truth. They like, you know what? I don't fuck with you like that, but you alright sometimes. They like, no. Summer is thirty years old. Who cares if her daddy found out about what happened to her and Billy? No, I'm tired of treating okay. someone like a little girl. No, let that let it go. They well, missed the opportunity. Let that go. That's why they never even brought it back up again. Who yeah, cares? it's like it's right. Like, the sale. Let it go. Well, but I mean, they I- did bring it back up just mm-hmm. like this past year because Billy told Lily, and then as soon as Summer left town. Phyllis brought it back up to Billy because Summer asked Billy to be a friend to Kyle and Phyllis said after what you two did she wants you to be a friend to her fiance oh but you know they don't always like but that's true I mean they don't always reveal a secret they don't even reveal what they could have did what they could do now even though they're going with Adam and Sally Jack could have had a a heart attack or some shit and Sally could have saved his life and that would have made him to her and they could have like got back Involved or whatever, because nobody wants Jack and Sally to be in game. But like Child. they could have did her, like they did Jill and John Abbott. She could have been with him long enough to get a fucking baby up out of him and some of that Jabot stock. Mm. That's the day. There should have been a baby. Somewhere. The way that Jack treats Sally, she should walk over that body and kick his freaking hand. Sally. I'm sorry, he is a dick to her. Yes, I mean, I get, I get why he treats her like that. She, like she went out of her way to fuck his son. Over, I get that, but. If Jack has a heart attack and Sally saves well, his and life, it takes, you just, but, so you but just she really didn't something. do anything though. She kept the secret. She well, but she did. Tiggs is right. She did more to destroy Kyle. This is what's missing to the storyline for me. Everybody's complaining about Summer. Nobody's complaining mm-hmm. about what she did to Kyle. She hurt Kyle way more than she. She really didn't do anything to Summer. I'm just gonna be fucking honest. Oh, she got Summer a dream job that pays two hundred thousand a year, and she gets right. to live in fucking Madrid. Like, right? Ooh, that's so bad. Um, right. Yeah, Kyle, that's, that's... she was dead intent on getting Tara and that boy mm-hmm. to town and showing up at the engagement party. But yet everybody's like, "Oh, we hate you because of Summer." They should really wait, wait, wait. Because of Kyle, they should hate Billy for exposing all this shit and and the. Uh... The Kyle yeah, I part two. Don't, I don't know Billy. why none of the Abbots Nobody. had a reaction to that article. Even Sharon didn't hate Billy for exposing Adam and making Faith drink. Why is Billy seen as like, oh, he gets a pass? Fuck that shit. Yeah, string his ass up by his ball. And, but I did like, you know, one time Sharon held him accountable though because um, Adam was in the coffee house and. Billy said, like, oh, you let people like that into your coffee house. And she's like, really, after the things you've done, you're judging. Yeah, she she held him accountable for half yeah, a I, second. And then she was kissing he, his ass later on. I, so, yeah, <laughs> so, so, 
Mm. Yeah, I'm so I'm so sick of that mm. Billy and Adam. It's a whack ass rivalry. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. What what happened to that child was an accident. And Chloe made that motherfucker pay. Chloe didn't shot did. that man. She done blew him up. <laughs> she done ran him over. Like God damn. What happened was an accident. I'm so they, sick of they they multiple insurance claims on Chloe. <laughs> and can we all agree it was originally supposed to be Nikki anyway? And it was last minute, Adam. Exactly. So... Because Gene Passanante allegedly had Nikki planned to have ran over. That That's day. what it felt like. It felt like Nikki the whole time. But yeah, anyway. because remember when that episode aired. They cut to four people being on the road. Yes. Kelly, Nikki, yes. Billy, and Adam. And Nikki mm-hmm. turned her music up, which was public domain rock music. Well, said, I, I, guess they thought, I guess they said, hell, Nikki had already killed crickets, baby. She can't kill um Adam. And Diane. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. And I love how Kyle and everybody's more mad at Sally than exactly. they are at Nikki. Nikki killed his damn mom bomb. That's been forgotten. Kyle forgotten. He was joining the show. He was an asshole to Nikki for the first couple yeah. of months, and they just let he it go was. away. Yeah, because and they especially let it go. when Victor was in the hospital, Nikki was like, "You need to leave. Victor doesn't need anybody." And he was like, "Fuck you, bitch. You killed my mother." Yep. Ooh, nowadays, it's like Nikki. How are you, my love? Oh, that's my jacket question. Don't remind me how they played my more Wednesday's face with that character. Oh, oh my God. Why was she not Grace Turner? When Eric Brandon threw out the ambulance, I, just, <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. I can't do this character. I can't. I, I can't believe what he did. I Why like did they do this to her? Why did they do that to her? I was so upset. I felt like I needed the defibrillator out of that ambulance. Oh, thank God. Thank you for your white being so we can have Amy Jerome today. Thank you, Jesus. That's all you have Oh, uh, amen. He took that Mar West dummy that they killed her off with and Murphy's fish and pond and chucked that out the window. Right. He said, you're lying about the baby? She goes, yes. He was like, yeet. Throw her <laughs> off that ambulance. I couldn't believe that. that it made it on her, the air. Poor Diane's head bashed all over. <laughs> In the words of Jamie Giddens, Murphy couldn't go fishing no more. <laughs> oh my God, Diane Jenkins. Uh, um, so anyway, let's, uh, before we go over to Wind Our Sister Soap, um, which had an okay summer, um, mm-hmm. let's talk about the major plot thread right now, mm. baby Dominic. Um, mm. Raya gave birth. She's having a little PTSD, it looks like. Abby is presenting it to all her white and light-skinned friends. Um, <laughs> woohoo. Um, Alan, yeah, go ahead, baby. What do you got? What do you think? I'm looking bad at your geology, I'm a story where a pregnant woman gets kidnapped and gets birthed in a room, boom, and make it boring. That's fucking bullshit. Josh needs to be fired. And we don't even get the baby. After all of that, the baby's not named Philip Chancellor V. We suffered through all of that, not even to get another Philip in the line. Ugh. Excuse me, Philip Abbott Newman Chancellor V. Thank you. No, it needs to be Philip Chancellor. I'm tired of that shit. Hold on. I got to speak on this for a second. It was a funny joke for five minutes on an episode <laughs> that they got married for her to be. Um, Abby, Abbott, Newman, Carlton, Winters, Sharkeisha, Sandra Green, Keisha Monroe, Drusilla Barber, the fifth. I'm done, though. If it pops up in that credits one more time, I'm going to throw my TV remote at RCKs. 
I am finished with that well, show. Well, he came down to do it, and he didn't do nothing? I don't know, because he music supervises the episode. <laughs> 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 so anyway, Tiggs, what do you think of this whole, honestly, just a mess? Uh, in my opinion, I, give Cameron Grimes an Emmy nomination, but after that, be done with it. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I don't care. Like, I thought I couldn't care about a kid less. Oh, and I, I give a fuck about fucking Wiley on General Hospital. I don't give a oh, fuck no. about this kid. I don't care. Like, it, I don't fucking care. Like, wh- what is the point of all this? We haven't seen Chance in seven months. We cast the damn character. Fucking ridiculous. Like, what? Justin yeah. Gaston is right there. Do it. Did they ever explain if it was Chance or Stitch who was lurking um, in front of Abby when she was sleeping on the couch? I'm pretty sure it was Stitch's old creepy ass. Yeah. And he better be the father of this goddamn baby so we can get Devon upon Oh, yes. Please tell me he switched the sperm. Yes. I hopefully Mariah gave birth to this baby and he white as as white as freshly driven snow. Honey, I hope he's got so much blonde hair on his head and we can just be done because I'm over it. I want Devon to see that baby and be like, wait a minute now. I don't see a lick of melanin. <laughs> Are you sure? No, this is so stupid. <laughs> the only way, the only way for this to make sense is that the baby is stitches. Because why kidnap more? That's so stupid. Like, yeah. I get you, there's a difference between crazy and stupid. Like, I think so he should have like, kidnapped both Abby and Mariah. Um I mean, you know, it wasn't my favorite plot on days, but remember a few years ago when Kristen was so obsessed with Brady, she stole Teresa's like eggs or something. Oh, oh yeah. This story, yeah, this story should have been along the same lines of that. I think that would have made more sense for Stitch to be that crazy because he's a surgeon. Couldn't he have done some creepy surgeon thing or, you know what I mean? It's just they don't use these characters to their full potential. No, because those fucking losers over there at CBS and Viacom think they're at the goddamn Hallmark Channel. That's why. This is a fucking soap opera. This is not the Christian News Network. This isn't just a soap opera. It's the fucking Young and Restless. It's like, give us something scandalous. Give us something good. And and, and, uh, and a, a lot of all the soaps do it. It's like oh, I know it. they get this know. close to getting giving us something good, and then they chicken out. Yeah. No, quit chickening out. Like we get yeah. more racier shit on courtroom shows. God damn, can we get something, any fucking thing? Shit, I get more race on the again. fucking talk. It gives me more. Right, drama. it's like whoever is supervising Ron R. Margo Wayne. Somebody mm-hmm. be like, you gonna shut the fuck up because we need to get the ratings up in this motherfucker. We need to get. We need to do something. Because so let me ask so you this though, Tiggs. Um, before we move on to B and B, let me ask you this: um, You mentioned ratings. You mentioned production. Of course, it was revealed uh, this past month that Anthony Marina, the executive producer of the show, is involved in a sexual harassment lawsuit for allegedly offering a um, guest star, guest starring actress, private acting lessons making alleged sexual innuendos, uh, talking allegedly about Britney Sarpy's new haircut, calling her and allegedly a chia pet. <sighs> Tiggs, what do you think? Should Wyandar really use this time to let him go ASAP 
if all of this turns out to be true and then really reconstruct the show. Yes, they need to do a shuffling of the deck. It is time for Josh Griffith to go. Fuck that Emmy. He got that Emmy off of one episode and he got it because of Sharon. You're like Casey. Alexis Carrington. When it's she like, no. Carrington he, he got that Emmy because of Sharon Case. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because of his right. Get yes. fucking rid of him and find somebody that can write this show correctly and don't give them a fucking EP credit. And that, find that's somebody so stupid. Yeah, I don't get that. that. I think that's one of the reasons why we can't get rid of him because he had that fucking EP credit. Did that start under Lynn Marie? Was that under Lynn Marie that she did that shit too? Or did that start under Chuck? It was, no, no, no. It was Lynn Marie Lather. She was an EP and a head writer. Yeah. Which that's and why it took like, so long to get rid of her. Yeah, it's just like, no. I want her back. Get rid of him. I would take Jewish Brad over this. Yeah, yeah. Girl. <laughs> oh, I would too. Oh my God. Yeah. I would take Chuck Pratt back over this. I'm shit. so I'm desperate. Like, I will take Patty and Emily's doppelganger story over this. Because I'm just like, <laughs> I everybody talking shit about Chuck Pratt, but I'm like, Chuck Pratt is fine when you got him on a fucking leash. So Honestly, I'm like, Chuck Pratt's mind you know, was kind of good from time to time. Yeah. You That's know, you I, know I just, I, I, can't, I can't do this. I just, this is not what I do. And don't get me wrong. I will never turn off wine art, you know, much like Emmy was with Guiding Light. I'm always going to be there for it until the very, mm. very end. But they have a noticeable problem these past three years and mm-hmm. it's not working. And, you know, I'm, it's not something I have to be mean about. It's not the fact that Josh Griffith hasn't been a good writer in the past. I honestly think he's just burnt out I think he's creatively done. Um, and, you know, that's okay to admit you're burnt out. You know, Joy Behar is no longer a high school teacher. She's been doing The View for 25 years. You know, it's sometimes you just have to make a career switch if you're done. And Josh Griffith needs to make a career switch. Or I'm sure he saved up his coins. He wrote for the genre when there were still 16 shows on. So go live on Jess Walton's farm somewhere. And leave my young and restless alone. Just alone. don't want him. But here's the thing, though. <laughs> when you write a soap that's number one, and you don't even stick to the mana in history, Loyalty and you name one. you name this baby after your country club friend, Allegedly. instead of going into this history of the show and naming him Philip Chancellor the Fifth, you need to go. I would have even been okay if she wanted to name the baby Ivan after uh, John's brother. We would have been okay. Emmy and I even discussed Robert. You know how Ashley was going to name that baby of hers. Oh, Robert. Um, After John's father, that would have been okay. if She wanted to do like RJ. Um, Or Bradley. For Dominic. And then they don't even, or Bradley or Carlton. But they then they go Dominic and they don't even have a scene with Abby and Nick where they say, you've always supported me and you support my decisions and my business moves. So I want to name the baby after you in a way. No, no, no. The D is for Devon and the M is for Mariah. Yeah, but instead, I'm not playing Scrabble with Josh Griffith. Right. The the YMCA baby Mm. name. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Because, you know, I need to play catch up, especially on YNR. Okay. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. She named that child 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dominic. Yeah. Yeah. Because of fucking Nicholas? No, she no. named it Dominic because for the D in Devon and the M in Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> if everybody could see Tig's ah. face right now when this podcast gets released, that would be heaven. So this is the one thing that could save this show, this storyline for me. Stitch, because they haven't explained why Stitch did what he did. No, I'm not at all. She, he, Stitch met Sheila at Max's hospital. He was mooning and grooning, and then she's like, I can help you. First things first, I know that your ex-wife is pregnant, because I've been keeping on tabs on people in uh, Genoa City. We can switch the baby. We can switch the sperm. That baby's yours now. I can help you get math, but you have to do something for me. You got to give me that baby. You got to get me that baby. So I don't care what yeah, you do. Yeah, I would totally Matt buy Mariah. Sheila Carter made an on alias yes. and decided I needed money. So she faked a resume and faked a name and was like hired as a medical consultant at that mental hospital because she, she needed needs money. To- I would. I was hoping she would switch plantation baby with Hayes, and then I was too. And then unfortunately, the story just wasn't told quick enough. Um, mm. You know, I would but have really loved if she would have switched. They ruined baby. Stitch for me. They ruined it. Oh, totally. I miss. I, with Sean I Kerrigan. I, I was a huge Stitch and Abby fan. I was a huge Stitch, Stitch and Ashley oh, fan. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm, anyway let's move on i can't talk about this fucking show any longer okay go ahead nobody rodrigo allen you guys don't have any final thoughts on weiner no okay tigs go ahead baby i'm so happy that they recast noah oh me too they need to have something good for him i wouldn't mind him and adam going at it over sally i think that'll be a little cute Yes, but, because you know yeah. Summer is about to come back for a guest, and so can yeah. you imagine if her brother's dating Sally? Mm-hmm. I just want to, or or like um, Alan said, he can go for Imani. Like that'd be cute. Yeah, that'd be hot. Imani, girl, I tell you right now though, Imani would towel over that boy. No, Imani, Imani would tear that little boy up and spit him out. Yeah, she <laughs> take him to the yard. Take him to the yard. Get, only person I can handle in money is Nate with his She'll be like, hands. let me show you what I can do for you, baby. I'm a real <laughs> horse to warm her away from Amani. You know, yeah, Amani would, would break mm-hmm. him. Oh, mm. my God. But, yeah, uh, for those who don't know, actor Rory Gibson is going to debut as Noah this fall. Um, interested to see where it goes. Um, you can always go to daytimeconfidential.com for more details um, and read the full article there. Um, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, now let's talk about Wind Our Sister Soap, The Bold and The Beautiful. Um, I didn't get Ooh. to say my favorite thing from this summer, but I really, really loved Sheila's return so far. Um, I really, really love any scene she's in with Jackie Wood. She and Jackie Wood are kind of filling the Hunter Tylo vibe for me. Um, I don't know, vibe, kind of hole in the show for me. Um, the flashbacks have been great. Um, I really need Brad to kind of take a back seat on this story and let Michelle kind of in there a little bit more. Ugh. Um, but I'm excited well, we've been for, the for the last 10 years. <laughs> I'm excited. By the way, happy birthday to Michelle Valjean. Um, happy birthday, boo. <laughs> happy birthday. So let's talk about Sheila's return. Um, 
Emmy, I want to start with you. What are you liking and what are you not really liking? First off, hi, Kimberlyn Brown, my best friend. Um, oh, <laughs> by the way, she follows me on Twitter. <laughs> um, she's my best friend. And I, the second she came on screen, I was like, this bitch is, she, she's back. But I like that she's manipulative, Sheila, not like illegal crime, Sheila, because manipulative can be played for the longest. And some of the shit she's done, oh my, I'm living for it. That bitch better win an Emmy. She better win an Emmy. Oh, she oh will. She'll take God. the star Emmy. The only thing I don't like about this is how stupid they're making Finn. Yeah. And don't even, I'm not even mentioning Paris is thirsty ass. I'm not going to go there today. I refuse. So anyway, about Paris, um, can't stand her. She's thirsty <laughs> as hell. And I mean, I don't even know why she doesn't like Zenday, him and his, li- oh, oh, let me stop. Because <laughs> he's gay. Zenday's gay. Let me stop. Zenday got look. I'll tell you what. She found Grinder on Zenday's phone, and she's trying to work through the emotion. Okay. She's like, oh, yes, Zenday must be hard on her. Every she's time like, Zenday, Zenday comes on my screen, he goes, "Oh, Paris, you look so good." I'm like, "Oh, Lord Jesus." Okay, child, please. Baby Beth has more testosterone than Zenday. <laughs> Not baby Beth. Oh, leave baby Beth alone. Oh, she don't do Paris that. is kind of stupid though. She's like, "Oh, look, everybody." Zenday looks at only guys who doesn't cheat on me. Yeah, yeah, she's dumb, and she's turned her into. They've turned her into Nicole Light. Like I feel like they're giving her all of Nicole's old dialogue from when after how she ripped into her sister for uh, cheating on Carter for her to be like, "Oh, Finn is so fine," right in front of Zenday, and Zenday's like, "Oh, you think so?" He's so dumb. <laughs> oh, I just can't. I just can't. Zenday got money. He's cute. Yes, he has a little list, but it's kind of cute. What's Finn got? Finn got a medical degree and can't tell if someone fainted. He is so I dumb. Finn got liberty bibbity. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, I agree with you. I I'm really loving the Sheila return. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm liking this return better than the 30th anniversary. The I will say, however, the only thing that's lacking for me is the Jack-Sheila backstory. I'm a little confused. Is she saying she was still at Genoa City Memorial? Because she's like, oh, 30 years ago. I'm like, honey, you were having sex with Scotty Granger. So was she Mm. at Memorial? I mean, she might have been. She might have been. She was just a a nurse back then. Well, yeah, yeah, she could have been banging two guys. But was she still at Memorial in Genoa City, though? think so she might have been or could mm-hmm. she had had been before scotty granger <sighs> yeah this, i think this might have happened when she after 1998 that's what i'm thinking okay no, because i was thinking but no this because she said specifically 30 years ago mm-hmm. like well, she no, doesn't no, to make no sense to casey so this would make sense though what if what if she was fucking around with jack Mm-hmm. And she had been, 
and mm-hmm. you know he pretty much took him from her oh my god here so what if jack is the catalyst to get sheila back to genoa city yeah what if jack is on the phone one day like lee and he are in his hotel room discussing sheila and he's like hold on i gotta take this and she's like oh great you're married to your job more than me he picks up the phone it's nate needing a ask md now consultant he's like hey you were best friends with my mom and i was just wondering if you would do this for me Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nate is in part and and Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's Elena. Sorry, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, y'all. I'm gonna have to like, I'll probably be. Mm-hmm. I'm the bad guy, right? On this right. Rodrigo, I don't like the storyline at all. I don't like I it. Um, uh, congratulations, Kimberly Brown's back <laughs> for another interpretation of Sheila's fucking backstory so we have another so I, I her being Finn's mother I'm like this is the how many this is the sixth kid I'm like how many kids does Sheila have in this they're history? mentioning I'm that like, though Hope said to Liam she said oh Sheila has way more other children than this right I'm just like what well, we could have played on her with Mary Ward I mean you could have done that or like something Somebody had mentioned, Rodrigo, what would you have thought about this? Somebody had mentioned, what if he would have been Morgan DeWitt's child? I mean, that would have been... No, that would have made him and Steffi brother and sister. Oh, well, you take the good, you take the bad. Morgan DeWitt? Yeah, like, no, Morgan DeWitt, yeah, no. No, and no, Steffi made her have an abortion, and we know Big Steph. Oh, that (laughs) shit got done. So, uh, <laughs> oh, that shit. The only up. thing I miss Susan. <laughs> I don't want to see. And the other thing I want to see the story. The story I want to see is Sheila and Lauren. I don't know why the show is playing in now. my face with this. I I, I don't care the about this other stuff. The only thing I don't like about it is that they're making like like yeah, like Emmy said, they're making Finn look like a loser, and all this is going to do is have Steffi run to Liam. Or him try to play it better. Oh, stupid. honey, I can't take. No, I will. And it's like, out. no, you finally give Stephanie yeah. a man of her own. That this isn't, isn't you know, like you know, that isn't her pseudo cousin. This isn't broken. It's Brad. It's Brad. It's gonna be dumb. It's gonna be dumb. I already know. I just like I'm just waiting for that issue <laughs> to drop because that's what always happens. I if he let some, if he ever let anyone that. else like drive the car at that at that writing room. It, I can see and the, the ratings show kind of agree because the ratings B&B is about only 400,000 away from overtaking Y&R again. So if they Whoa. keep consistent, then there you go. The and only thing I enjoyed show. on Bold and Beautiful this summer was Quentin Carter. A Quentin oh, you, you Carter the Porter. Cialis commercial? Uh, I love Quentin Carter. They are hot. Uh, this Eric Cialis mask. Mm, uh, that's typical, bold and beautiful. I mean, he uh, is 112 next to. Like, well, yeah, but so, so um, what? Okay, so what? He take the pill and gives his dick hard. Let's move on. Yeah, like this. <laughs> it's a, it's no a little cares. much for that Who to cares. be the reason. I wonder if he's plotting something. I, I think, Alan, was it you who tweeted out that he might have only taken her back because of the Sheila factor? Was that you? No, that was probably was me, but I'm okay with the story because I kind of, kind of like the idea of like. Like a cuckold story, 
Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to see Eric on no dog leash in an episode crawling over. No, cuckold. No, cuckold, he watches his point, his wife. Have no, I don't. Someone else. At this point, they need to go ahead, let Quinn and Carter be a thing. Build mm-hmm. up on that. Build up on that. Like they can get a soap vet as his mama. His mom can come mm-hmm. time and be like, "You're not gonna be with this crazy ass wife." Who boy. would you suggest? That's what we not do. do you have any? Renee Jones. Renee Jones, if she had Honey, Renee time. Jones ain't coming back nowhere. <laughs> that Renee Jones amazing. told me I, I got sheep to shave and <laughs> green beans to pick. Well, I, I would love, love yeah. personally, I would love Tamara too. Oh, yeah. Ticks? Okay, dun dun. And be like, you're not going to with this crazy ass white woman. I won't allow it. <laughs> and, and let that be a story. Mm. And go ahead, let Eric go ahead with, and be with ditzy ass Donna. Let Donna have her honey. Yeah, do Tamara or even Debbie Morgan. Oh, yeah. can can Could you imagine Debbie putting... Morgan and Rena Sofa? Oh, stop! Ooh. ABC leading ladies reunited. Yes. Can he stop putting his wives over the fireplace? How many portraits does he got? Is there like somebody on retainer to paint this? I mean, shit? then ain't even portraits. Those are <laughs> the office okay, depot. Okay. The office depot blew those up to ninety-nine. <laughs> I'm like, you got Rena Sofa posing with like her arm. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my god! I'm like, Rena, that was no, the casting photo point, you sent to CBS. <laughs> yeah, Queen and Air were okay, but just let Donna get her honey bear back. And no, just do that. I don't want that. And, and and let Quinn be free to be with Carter. Like they can have Carter out of this story. And I Mike, um, shout out to Daytime Confidential again. I was listening to one of their more recent episodes, and Mike Jubinville hit it right on the head for me. He said he likes sexed up Quinn and Carter. He doesn't like them when they're all like, Oh, I can see a family with you, but right. I can't have children. He wants them, they're and boring. I'm the same way. Yeah, it's cool. like, why Quinn can't have no kids? Yeah, Quinn, yeah, 50 Quinn is only Quinn act like she is seven to yeah. three. I'm like, yeah, like Quinn still, and no, they can still make them romantic and fun and sexy. Like, yeah, I know, but it needs thing. to be fun and sexy. I don't want a sappy love, yeah, stuff. like they know, yeah, yeah they want to they wanna play the angst because there's exactly. really no angst. Divorce no. the limp, big old motherfucker you with and get with that black motherfucking stallion. Get with the BBC. Amen. Yeah. There's no motherfucking contest. Yes, he ain't got as much money as Eric, but he is a well-established lawyer. And I am so motherfucking, I, I am pissed off. Why the fuck is they pretty much forcing, he's almost like forced slavery. Why does he just have to work for force? So no, what he needs to do is take his ass over there. To I do not like and work for me. I don't like that. I do I not like, like how any of them Because talk. after everything Justin's bitch ass did to him, and after everything Aaron D. Spears said on Twitter with his punk ass, Ooh. no. Justin needs to be fired or sent up if the they, river. I don't, want, I don't to want to talk. About, I don't want to talk about Aaron D. Spears. Look, think yeah. of the buildings. No, think Carter the buildings. needs to go. Carter needs to go work for Bill. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, he could be the new Car- lawyer. Carter needs to open days. his own practice so we can work for anybody. Well, that's it. Yeah. That would be good. What if he opens his own practice and invites mm-hmm. Michael and Lauren to help him launch it? Yeah. And there you go, Sheila, right there. Well, why would Lauren go? She ain't no damn lawyer. Because she glued to Michael's hip like Selma. She. Oh, she was. Like, She's trying to make sure Michael don't fall. I know. <laughs> Shit, Michael with like. She got to make sure Michael don't go any of them young grinder matches. Like I'm going to say, she got to make sure Michael don't fall on a dick. 
Okay. I'm Zendag. I told you. She I told, wants to make sure she keeps my idea Michael away you from all, Carter. You know that's my idea for a story, but nobody wants to hear it. Right. That's my Rodrigo, friend. I always want to hear your beautiful voice, my darling. I missed you all Rodrigo, summer, dear. Rodrigo's voice get all low like you about to get in trouble. You like, well, shit. I know, I'm Rodrigo is, <laughs> again, I, I've been saying it for a long time. He's the Whoopi <laughs> Goldberg of this podcast. <laughs> Um, he's just here to get this non-existent check and go to bed at a decent hour. Um, so anyway, I'm, yeah, we'll see where B&B goes. Alan, do you have any final thoughts on B&B? Ben's a fucking moron. It's really too stupid. That was all like, oh, it's my mommy. Breastfeed me, mommy. I don't care that you're a psycho. Nom, nom, nom. Fuck's sake. (laughs) Emmy, Emmy, do you want to tell them what you said about the whole fainting thing? When Finn, mentioned he was a do- when Finn mentioned he was a doctor. <laughs> Wait, what the hell did I say? I forgot. I so, say vagrant Emmy, things all the time. Emmy and I were talking, and she was talking about Sheila's fainting thing. And Finn had said, oh, I'm a doctor. I know if she's faking or not. <laughs> and Emmy had said that Steffi needs to say, where'd you get your degree from? <laughs> TikTok? <laughs> yeah, TikTok. <laughs> It's just, it's ridiculous how stupid they're making him. And I believed it at first on -hmm. their wedding night. He was very, it was a very traumatic experience. It was a great way to introduce Sheila, especially with Brooke standing in the same place she was shot at by Sheila and Mm -hmm. hostage back when Sheila drank that poison. You know, remember that when um, she held Lauren, James, Stephanie Ridge, Brooke hostage, she was like, you're all gonna die tonight. but anyway, yeah, it was very, it was a good introduction. I am loving the story. I'm confused about some historical beats, but honestly, Alan, like you said, when have these shows ever made sense? So it's fine. Honestly, mm-hmm. I. It's, it's one of those things they could have did this so much better. Like what they could have yeah. did, especially instead of the whole Steffi and Finn didn't, didn't uh, file their marriage license. Girl, please. What they could have uh. did, they could have gotten to the wedding and Finn could have passed out. Rush him to the hospital, and the motherfucker needs a kid, or he needs something. Mm-hmm. Or just blood, you know? Yeah. He needs just and, a blood and, 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 and then they ain't got to do, they didn't have to drag it. It could have been just a week's worth of, oh my God, what are we going to do? You know, Jackie wringing her hands and crying and shit. What are we going to do? And then here comes Kimmel and Brown. I got what you want, motherfuckers. <laughs> That's what you do. And at least See, that would explain, was, that would, that would at least explain why mm-hmm. Finn feels the way he does. You're like, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know her that well, but the woman is my mother and she saved my life. And I'm a doctor. And, and you could have played a great Friday cliffhanger yeah. where he's in his hospital bed sleeping. Sheila's like checking his vitals. And you see her like grab something she's not supposed to have, like the IV and stuff. He's like, what are you doing? And there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, but we'll see. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. confident they're doing a wine. This is time. much better, much, much better than um, dumbass Liam crying on his kneecap, um, apologizing for three weeks, and then Thomas with that damn hope doll. I would take this over that. Yeah. Oh, I would take this over Aaron D. Spears uh, thinking about the buildings. And uh, 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 we ain't talking about him. We ain't talking about him. Well, I don't know well, that nigga. All, all I'm saying 
All I'm saying is Steffi got one more time to slap Sheila in her face. Oh, absolutely. Before, before Sheila get, gets 1992 on her ass. Because I'm, I'm, right. I'm You went for a specific I'm, I'm tired of it, too. I'm about tired of And this, and this is another story. Sheila I'm needs to do exactly what she did to Katie. Remember when Katie held that fire poker on her? And Sheila was like, Katie, I'm harmless. And she's like, stay away from me. And Sheila said, but- put the fire poker down. Sheila, Sheila won't do anything though because no, because you're right. She's just manipulating the boy. Mm-hmm. She yeah. did the same thing when she pitted Lauren and Scott against each other. Yeah, she's playing it smartly. You know, she's mm-hmm. working. But I swear, in private, Steffi gonna raise that hand. Sheila gonna grab it and rip it clear off. <laughs> she she said, "You gonna break a nail, bitch." Yeah. Um, it's it's just one of those things. Yet another reason why. Where the fuck is Taylor? The whole, know, reason Steffi, <sighs> the whole reason Steffi hates this woman is because she tried to kill her mother and it cost her years with her and her family. Years with yeah. her and Phoebe. Yeah, like, we, wish, we all home, wish Taylor, Taylor was there. Taylor. I love Hunter Tyler, but if you can't mm-hmm. work out something with Hunter Tyler, we right. have. Susan Haskell is right there with Torsten. Ooh, girl. Like, she knows Ooh. what it's like to be a fucking psychiatrist. Yeah. That was spicy. Like, the, la- hey, the last time we saw Taylor, her hair was blonde. Fuck it. Just go right. ahead. Oh, Susan, Susan Haskell. Haskell. Taylor, yeah. And let's do this shit. Let her hiss at Brooke. Let her be protective of Jacqueline McKinswood. Let her just do this shit. Like, bitch, you shot me. You yeah. I would do Susan Haskell. You could do, yeah. if you wanted a big name, grab Melina Conacarides. I mean, somebody just get a Taylor on the show. Look, yeah. And I'm going to be the first to say this for the Matt Hambies of the world and stuff because I think the same way. Taylor, when I was growing up watching this show, became my favorite character. Right here. Right here. That's my Taylor. Taylor Hunter Tylo was just, there was something so unique about her and there was something so different about her from any other leading lady. I am actually more of a Ridge and Taylor fan than yes. a Ridge and Brooke fan. I always thought that was Taylor's man and that Brooke's funky ass needed to mm-hmm. have a with Eric or even Nick Maroney. Yes! So don't get me wrong. I uh, love Taylor, but... Mm-hmm. Hunter Tylo and Brad Bell allegedly, for whatever reason, cannot work this shit out because allegedly, because of him. Just recast, mm. move on. Yeah, just recap because at this uh, point, no. even if we do get Hunter back, he's turned Taylor into a fucking caricature. And I, I hated know. what he did to my so, Taylor. That whole so gold gun. At least uh, if it's a recast, and it's walker, an actress, sure. and it's an actress that he likes and respects, that he will change. give Taylor something to do. And he will the thing is, Hunter and Jackie look so much alike. Yep. It's like dream casting. And I've like they go to the, she was the same uh, Marina uh, on days. That's when the first time I saw that bitch, and I was like, I oh, love yeah. her. Yep. And and so when she came to Bold and Beautiful, I was like, oh, it's okay. I don't even think she wasn't even Hunter Tylo yet. Wasn't she still Deborah Moorhart on Days of Our Lives? No, she was Hunter something else. When she thought, oh, yeah, all my children was. Yeah, Yeah, like I said, yeah, that was before she married my son. I forgot who she was. Yeah, she was Hunter something on Days. I can't remember the last name. Maybe March? Hunter March? No, that doesn't sound right. That kind of sounds right. I don't, I don't know. Auntie got more. But, la- she got more personalities than Victoria. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! 
But yeah, I mean, anyway. we all miss Hunter. We will all fight but, for mm-hmm. Hunter. It, it, it's so one of those things where uh, it's, a, Taylor's it's a large hole. Yeah. It's a large yeah. hole. Taylor's the missing piece. Maybe that's why I don't like it. You mean it to tell much. me? Yeah, don't Rodrigo, Taylor. that's interesting you say that because I feel like that's why a lot of people aren't feeling it. Because, not they're they're doing, because the Sheila return focuses on Taylor's daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it focuses not on doing shit. why Brooke and not she ain't doing shit about it. She's like worried Brooke about her. Brooke said I'm too old. With, Brooke said I'm sixty. I don't uh, know this shit no more. That, that's one of those things. It's like Brooke's, Taylor. Every time something happens, like no, the Taylor I know, Steffi and Thomas have went through hell mm-hmm. over the last few years, and after losing Phoebe, ain't no motherfucking way in hell. Taylor would be staying Those are Taylor's miracle right. babies. Those are her mm-hmm. miracle babies. Yes. And, and because Taylor thought Steffi had gotten ate up by a megalodon. In, <laughs> on a yeah. Taylor, no, Taylor almost, because that's when I first started watching both back in 98. Taylor almost died from tuberculosis giving birth to them damn. Yes, she did. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, and especially with, with Thomas's mental illness and her being the psychiatrist, ain't no motherfucker with the Taylor. I know would have snatched Thomas's ass up and brought him back to Paris with her. So she could tend to him her motherfucking self away from them damn loads and Ridge's stupid ass. And she would say <laughs> that too. Taylor would say, oh my God, why did Taylor not get to react to Brooke pushing her fucking son off of a cliff? That's, now, when that, she that's when she should have came back that that's time she would have pushed broke off of that fucking clip now, mm-hmm. and then they did that bullshit with her shooting bill no fuck that she should have oh, shot Brooke. Stud. even though i will say don diamant and hunter tylo kind of had something i'm just saying but they anybody they, when, I, I, even, when, even when taylor gave him that damn house her house yeah thing. are we um, not gonna talk about the parallel between yr and bnb right now they're telling a story about Summer being away and she and Phyllis and Sally fighting, but Summer's not there. And now they're telling the story about Sheila and um, Steffi fighting, but Taylor's not there. They, yeah, it's these, ridiculous. these shows, they, they have this missing link and they don't know how to fill it. It's just crazy. Because it's so stupid, like, they can mm-hmm. like that's that's Brad's problem. Brad doesn't mm-hmm. really play the beats like he needs to, because Steffi needs to explain to Finn. Do you understand what this woman did to my family? She was doing shit she to did. my family even before I was born. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. And this maybe you know what? If Finn, is a vis- if Finn is a visual learner, print off an article or two. Right. <laughs> no, but Steffi has explained to Finn many times. He's he's just. He's written like he's Austin Reed from 1994. What's missing, and that's a great link. What's missing for me is he clearly only listens to Lee. And so I want Lee to play a more prominent role because he clearly only listens to his mother. And Lee and Sheila need to have a showdown one-on-one. Lee would kick her ass. Oh, Lee would be la femme Nikita. Lee would destroy that woman. Lee would, oh my lord. And that's just it. Lee needs to threaten her on a Friday tag and say, you mess with my son, you mess with me, bitch. Well, who knows who Finn's mother is because he keep calling both of them mom. I know, so, lord, whatever. I'm so confused. You turn you turn on me. Mm. He got 5011 mothers. Um, it's one of them things. I'll be like, I'm going to tell you what 
tell Sheila, I don't give a fuck who you are. I will karate kick the crazy up out of your ass. <laughs> okay, and you know what? It's surprise, bitch. I know martial arts. Bring it on. Um, Good old me. <laughs> no, you know, you know, cra- she the crazy ass. I know Taekwondo. You, you can know it all you want to, motherfucker. <laughs> um, anyway, let's um, kind of switch topics here. I think mm. we certainly spend enough of our energy on the Bell shows. Um, so yeah, let, let's just move on. Um, but I'm not as disappointed with B&B as I am with YNR. At least B&B yeah, has yeah. some semblance of storyline. Yeah. Um, so of course, to finish up the CBS lineup, we have to talk about their uh, other daytime show, The Talk. Um, it has been renewed for season 12, but no air huh? date, surprisingly. Um, <laughs> oh my lord um, it continues to one be the lowest rated talk show they ended the season with a 14% drop in the ratings and 883,000 viewers tuned into the final week for their season meanwhile the number one show on the network The Price is Right had a little over 3 million and Y&R finished a 3.1 that week um, Emmy I know you're a huge fan of the talk but What's going on? Another man's been added to the panel. Elaine Welter-Roth is out, and mm-hmm. Carrie Ann Anaba oh. is out. Um, so I've I've been watching the talk on and off since I want to say 2014. Um, I know it's messy. I know it changed hands a lot. I love love the fact that they added men to this panel because I feel like if you take some of the the estrogen out, maybe add a little bit, maybe you'll get a good mix. I don't know. Um, I love Jerry O'Connell. I've loved him since he auditioned for Live with Kelly. I always thought he should have been on the show then. And so I'm a huge advocate of him being on this show. And P.S. He follows me on Twitter. Um, <clears throat> Go, girl. Um, so you a paid sponsor. Okay. Shut up. Um, <laughs> I don't mind Akbar on the show. I'm just praying that Justin Baldoni does not touch this show. Listen, Justin, you're cute, you're sweet, and everything, but you ain't right for for girl. Um, I don't want to discuss baby Baldoni. Um, I'm telling you right now. Um, they do need to, because they've consistently had like two black people, two white people, and then an Asian person. I know it's weird, but so they need an Asian person on there. Um, I'm not surprised Carrie Ann left. All right, let me get real. Carrie Ann, no. I don't know how you got on, girl. Carney Wilson should have been at your spot. Or at least you Brigitte not good. Or Brigitte with her. Oh my God, Brigitte. Carrie, sweetheart, no, you were not good. Um. I, that's it. I don't know how you got on, but much love <laughs> to you. Bye bye. Um, yeah, I miss. I am honestly. I'll be one hundred percent honest. I miss Julie Chen. I never thought I'd say that. I miss. Oh, Julie I Chen. I don't know who Julie Chen is. I know somebody named Julie Chen Moonbest. Um, oh, I don't know that last name. She just goes by Julie Chen. So, anyways, um, <laughs> I, I I like the show. I'm gonna watch to the end, but the cracks are showing. The cracks are definitely showing. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and and by said, class, I mean, said, girl, your I mean, lace is showing, girl. <laughs> <laughs> your lace, oh lord, you better um, glue that back, girl. <laughs> oh my god, yes, I did. Um, <laughs> a good look, it's a bad lace front, is what it is. <laughs> um, Tiggs, let's go to you on this. Um, the Sharon Osbourne mess. I mean, it has sent ripple effects throughout the show that they haven't been able to recover from. Um, what are your thoughts on the talk? And you know me. At the end of the day, I don't give a fuck about the talk. I don't have my barber right because of the talk. So fuck the talk. But Ooh. I will say. Okay, this new little black man that they add, and where he from? I don't know him. Who, who is he? Yeah, I don't who? know Akbar Akujid. Oh, he's a he's a former NFL, and he did um he's a former NFL player, and he did commentary. He's very smart. He's articulate. He's I, I, I love him. I love him. He they, he guest hosted for May because they were doing Men of May, and they were just like switching people out. He's amazing. I love him. I love him. See, yeah, I don't give a fuck about that. This is Ooh. a woman's genre. <laughs> No, it should have been a gay man or a trans woman sitting in that motherfucking chair. Like, MJ Rodriguez could have been sitting in that motherfucking chair. Can you just run CBS daytime, please? That's what I want. Or they could have gotten some of the mini Blake, mini gay black authors and Uh commentators Sitting on that panel, I don't. They could have gotten Funky Dineva on that motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. I don't know what the fuck. So, I cannot with you. I... Yes, I don't give a fuck about what the fuck a straight man got to say to me about nothing. Same with uh, Kelly and Ryan. Fuck Ryan Seacrest. Oh, I'm like, no, well, he ain't no, straight, honey. No, since Ooh. Kelly, since <laughs> Kelly didn't like Diggs, you had mentioned like no brother sitting next oh, to her because she didn't like no brother sitting next to her. Ooh. She should have got a sister sitting next to her. Goddamn it. Motherfucker, I want more gay motherfuckers in daytime television. I want more trans people in daytime television. I'm tired of the same old shit. I'm tired of all these. Yeah, we need to change this podcast title to the read instead of the chat. Like, goddamn, no. Just imagine like an MJ Rodriguez or even Dominic Jackson on that. Yep. With my popcorn Thanks. and my Kool-Aid. What y'all talking about? But like, popcorn they need to ask the They couldn't even win. Like, and, and, that, and speaking of which, we're even with the fucking view. You want to look for somebody mm. to replace See, I can't. I can't name um, this podcast. You want to replace You want to replace um, motherfucking Mary McCain and then mm-hmm. they had the whole rumors about Candace Owens. Fuck both the old droppers. We'll get into You want the fuck you do? You go and you take your ass over there and you get that motherfucking Laverne Cox. That's what the fuck you do for me. Oh, honey, I don't I think Laverne and Whoopi like each other anymore. It's like, what? I want that. Or if you're not going to do that like somebody said on Twitter, you want to start some shit? Get Amarosa stinking ass. No, you want to start oh, some shit. You can like, right. no, that's what I the fuck that, you do. I said that at one point. Like, Amarosa in one of these the, shows. I'm now. like this when it comes to talk shows. Either I want community or I want some fighting ass bitches. I tell you, it's like the only <laughs> panel show. It's like the only panel show. That's why I don't watch them. 
that's why I don't watch them. They're boring to me. They are boring, boring. The talk mm. takes, like you said, you made a good point. Let's see something new. Like an MJ mm-hmm. would have been amazing on there. Dominique yeah. would have been amazing. Then yeah. India Moore. You know what I mean? This, yeah, this, but you know what? Voices. You know what they'll do, Rodrigo? Billy Porter. No, fuck that. Nah! Don't nobody want to hear from some. Wait a minute. Want to hear from some black theater queen that got a white hug? No shade, <laughs> Casey and um Allen. But oh see, don't fuck that. Oh, I don't want to hear that shit. Shut up. You so weak. <laughs> Tiggs, you just Tiggs gave me the best you know, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, Billy Porter, okay. yeah, he was fine with Pray Tell Honey, but Billy Porter, as talented as he may be, he is a white man's whore. And ain't nobody got time oh. for that. Oh, 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 oh my God, Tiggs. <laughs> That's how no, podcast now. White man's whore. Can I actually put that as a podcast? Hold on now. Hold on. Hold on. Can I put that as a podcast? Emmy, with this new black co host, do he date white women? Hold on. I think he's married to a black woman. Does he look like he do? Oh, he looks like Okay, Tiggs. Tiggs, you've had enough to drink. <laughs> no, 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 I'm for real. No, okay, Casey, Casey Allen, okay, y'all may ready, not understand. Wait, wait. No, for real, no. Casey Allen, y'all may not understand, but Rodrigo B and Ooh. Emmy, we understand. Ooh. Usually when a nigga old chocolate like that, he, he wants some ivory to go with his ebb. <laughs> and that's why they laugh. Tig is out here reading. Tiggs, you are acting oh out of pocket. God, no, he's acting right. Crying. He's acting right. He's telling the truth. He's telling the truth. Ooh. That's Ooh. how it is. Like Alan Casey, and I, I, yes. you know, Casey is a little Pollyanna, but I know Alan. <laughs> when when black men, gay or straight, Ooh. they get famous and they hit it big. They either want somebody white or they want somebody racial. No, you're trying. I mean, like a Kim God. Kardashian. You have to look or, no. Yeah, I was just gonna bring up yeah. Kim. You have yeah, to look like no further than ambiguous. You have like, to look no further. But she look a little ethnic. Cause she Uh-oh. got fucking plastic surgery done. It's Uh-oh. the white really? complex of getting famous for a black Egg. person. And Egg. it's his, so his wife is very, 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 very pale. She what? She very pale. See? She ain't got no. You want to know about that black to white? Look when no I further. Look no further than Sammy oh, Sosa. Me. When I saw that report and I took a look at his black ass, I'm like, I know what he do. I know what he do. I know what he do and I know what he like. And he likes that. How your name gonna be Akbar and your your wife's name is Crystal? Like that don't make no kind of sense to me. That's- and y'all know y'all know Crystal is a y'all know Crystal. Crystal is kind of a ghetto name for a white person. That's like the white person. Of well, it depends. Does she have this? It depends. Does she have the C or the K? It depends. She has C H. Oh, H- oh, oh, she oh, ain't oh, fucking oh, around. She oh, been to prison. <laughs> I am. Sp- wait a minute. I- Hold on. She been Y'all to prison. To kill me. I am speechless right now. Okay. Um, oh, Rodrigo, is, is this wife. the way you would rather talk I about the talk? <laughs> I knew it. I felt it in my soul. I saw. Him I think she light skinned it. Oh wait. Oh no, no. That just means she's biracial. Her mama. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Crying. Oh my god. They got me crying over here. I have no tears. Trust me, I know it personally. My Ooh. brother, I, my oldest brother, is blacker than death. 
<laughs> and I have a, a mixed ass because he wants to go with a white girl. I know. And he always like white girls. Oh my God. You know, black black we are going. Wait. You know, he always talks about black people. Wait, wait, wait. You are going off. We're going off topic, uh, guys. I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. Because, no, Emmy and Rodrigo both have those type of family members. Y'all got some mixed ass little cousins and shit. Cause you know, <laughs> like, oh, and even when we were kids, when y'all was kids, you was like, oh, we know what type of niggas. <laughs> we know what type of niggas. You're going to kill me. You're going to kill me. Oh, Tiggs, you know, with him being from the island and shit. No, not the island. Not the island. You know what that reminds me of? Rodrigo, do you remember that reminds me of? Do you remember when we interviewed Kathleen New? And you had said to her, you were like, oh, you know, my mom, you know, was able to learn English through all my children. And she was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so when Tiggs brought up the island, I was thinking of Kathleen. Because, <laughs> because, because Rodrigo know. Rodrigo oh. got some cousins that be on that bullshit. You know. <laughs> well, and, and, and That's this is season five, y'all. This is what Oh my God. Tiggs got okay. me in tears. We, we, need to, we need to move on. Um, yeah. How <laughs> are you going to speak? Um, huh? Oh. Alan, 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 please say something very vile. For <laughs> Alan, go <laughs> ahead, baby. Alan, go ahead. This year's cancel that fucking show because Lady the line is going to be this fall. Cheryl, that white woman whose husband is dead, and that's all we're going to Oh, no, don't even get me started on Amanda Flew. Stand by me. Handsome oh, black and I think that's it. That's and it. What the show is oh, turning into now God. is like parody because I told you Right when Jerry O'Connell came on that show, I knew from day one, it was going to be Amanda Clute saying, you know, when I got my period, um, <gasps> it was a very scary moment. Oh my, oh my God. I felt like I could exploit that and write a book about it like I did with Oh Nick. my God. And oh my God. Cheryl would be like, you know, I get a period too. When I used to watch The Young and the Restless, they taught me how to take care of my period. And then Jerry would go, yes, he's not getting one. Oh, 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 me, ladies. That's what that show is now. Originally, you know, Rodrigo, Drew, don't act like it's not. Oh, my goodness. No, it's one of those things where don't put a straight man on the show because it's it's offensive to women. Because don't put this man on the show don't put this man on the show to be cute and hot and sexy and quirky. The only reason he's on this show is because his show didn't sell enough in syndication because nobody wanted to watch him anymore. I'm sorry. I'm just going to be real. I hate to fucking be this mean. No. But guess what? It's true. Nobody wanted to watch the kid from Stanford. Casey is right. I like Jerry O'Connell, but Casey's right. Jerry O'Connell is someone you bring on for a what men want episode or or a mansplaining episode on the real or some bullshit like that. <gasps> you don't put him on a motherfucking panel five days a goddamn week because nobody Ooh. gives a fuck. No, you put a gay man on that motherfucker. And so you know what? I just have to be very wow. real about my thoughts on the talk. And I'm going to say been? some. Oh, okay. Well, Tiggs, I got. <laughs> I'm just going to be real. I'm sorry. My grandmother died of COVID. I know what that loss is like. It's something you never move on from, especially as the pandemic rages on. And we all just try to be well and safe and survive and, you know, live our lives. Amanda Klutz is exploiting her husband's death. And I'm over it. 
Oh, it's oh. disgusting to me. Oh, how does he die? She gets a talk show deal, a book deal, oh. and gets to go on all major talk shows. I'm oh. over it. I'm sorry. It's mean. It's hateful. And it's the only reason she's on that show. I mean, really, oh. does anybody disagree with me there? Because would she have been? Well, because I said it first, so, but, so yeah. I don't disagree with you. I'm would she been on that nationally hit show had she not exploited that poor man's passing? Wait, did you say hit show? Well, okay. When she came on, it was still a bit of a hit. Oh, okay. You know. Okay. But seriously, you know, I've had a family member die from COVID, and mm-hmm. for it to be her husband and for it to be the father to her child that was probably the hardest thing she has ever gone through in her life. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to change it a little bit. CBS needs to stop exploiting it for her because mm. every time they talk about the Delta variant or every time they talk about how to deal with the family members passing, CBS makes her bring that up. I'm over it. Second of all, Cheryl is the only person worth watching on that panel anymore. Mm-hmm. she is trying to keep that show afloat she's doing a great job she's hosting the daytime emmys all of that jerry o'connell i'm sorry you went out with the early 2000s you need to stay with the early 2000s why buy i don't care no more you are like mary j blige's worst cd when she was singing for fried chicken um <gasps> Ooh, not the fried chicken finally <laughs> this oh, akbar Oh, no, you wait, don't. Wait. No, you don't. Akbar. No, you don't. Wait, wait, wait. No, He's very don't. good looking. Honey, he is delicious from top to bottom. I don't need him okay. on no TV show, though. Um, I do. Um, good for you. I'm, I'm glad you need him. He ain't going to win no show, no Emmys. And that's really all I have to say about the talk. I'm done with it. I'm with Tiggs. You know, this is why we don't have Barbara Ryan. You know, <laughs> Fine, I'll put my hat in the ring. I'll be on the talk, y'all. Y'all convince me. I'll be the fifth one. Damn. Mm. And case I believe you were thinking of Mary J. Blige and Bird King. Not Burger fried chicken. That's what that was. That was the lowest moment. That was the lowest moment. Why he bring that up? Why he not bring that up? I just remember they used to have the green screen stage lights and. Now let's take, let's take the fried chicken out of there, okay? Just for content's sake. No, because it was, it was crispy chicken. She nope. used to sing about that crispy chicken sandwich they had. Burger King, Burger King, Burger King. There you go. Oh, Lord. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm done with the talk. I'm all yes, talked we're out done. is what it is. Um, we're all talked out. Let's shift networks now mm, mm. to... ABC to talk about The View's 25th season, which premiered today. Um, The show is, uh, it no longer has Megatron on it. um, So that's an improvement. Um, The women actually looked happy to be around each other again. Um, And they're doing a few things. They're launching a weekly podcast uh, called Behind the Table to explore 25 years of the show. They're also doing Flashback Fridays, where every Friday, a past either guest co-host or permanent co-host will make a reappearance in that episode. Uh, First up, I believe, is Star Jones. Um, And they're also, throughout the weekdays, uh, besides Friday, or maybe they are doing it Friday. I'm not quite sure about that. Um, But they are going to also be rotating conservative uh, women onto the panel. 
um, yeah. in hopes of finding a replacement for uh, Megatron. Uh, yeah. So, Alan, let's go to you first. They're really trying here, but is it enough to get the view out of its very long time rut? I don't know. I don't really give a shit, but hopefully it works. <laughs> <laughs> works for Lamb and they can find somebody who's less annoying than Megan. But every conservative woman they've had on there, except Anna Navarro, has been annoying as fuck. Because if you look at history of all the blonde white women, is Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Like, all the other ones. I forget their names. Because no, they're all you were right. The same person. Because they used to have like Ann Coulter on a lot as a guest co-host. Ew! They're all um, the same person, basically. So, except Anna Navarro. That's only. And Nicole Wall. So, those are only yeah, like white out as being halfway decent. And then the All the rest of them sucked. And, you know, even Sunny Hostin is kind of a middle-of-the-road uh, person, and I love her. She's my favorite co-host on there. Um, but anyway, so, Rodrigo, what do you think of all these 25th anniversary treats from everybody's favorite daytime talk show, The View? Um, okay. I mean, The View's back. <laughs> we'll be. No pun intended. Um, um, I mean... I don't know because I, I like I've told this podcast since I started. I don't watch the view. I watch those Twitter clips when those stupid viral moments go, like when Megan was doing all that shit and um, the fighting and all that stuff. That's the stuff I like to watch. I don't watch the show as a whole. I don't have time for that. Um, but you know, they do something special every Friday. Someone comes on. From the past, I'm looking forward to Star Jones. I mean, that's a plus. I'm too. I love. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know what? Bring Star yeah. Jones to the talk. Honestly, I'd be interested to see like what she brings to the table all these years later, and if there's still chemistry amongst that format for her. Um, uh, I'll tell you what, though, the only past co-host I don't want to see. I'm sorry, I don't want to see Sherry Shepard out there again. Oh, oh, oh. oh no! Lord Jesus! Every time she would say something <laughs> stupid, like, um, you know, Christians need to think about, you know, how they're going to survive without abortions, you know, because everybody gets one. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. She I didn't. Mean, that, so that's me. Yeah, give her a little love, but um, that's the only thing. I mean, I'm glad the show's back. You know, the ladies look like they're happy that. You know, Megan's gone, and there's a studio audience again, and um, so it looks, it looks like the show's back to being refreshed again. And um, but we'll see how they go. I mean, I, you know, maybe they don't they don't need a fifth co-host. I don't know. Maybe just stick to the four, and just keep it moving. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with four. I mean. You know, I've never been like a huge fan of when the view gets very crowded because they don't have enough time in that 37 minutes to get everybody's opinion that they want to get. So like when they used to have like, I think they had seven co-hosts at one point. I'm like, that's way too many for a 37 minute show. Um, but I'm interested. Of course, I totally want Barbara to make an appearance. I mean, come on, you know, just even if not for a whole episode, just like a special moment. Um, or something because I mean that's Barbara's legacy on that network. I mean, hasn't she? Um, isn't she a little out of? I mean, allegedly out of commission. Uh, 
Well, there have been rumors. I know, like, it was been missing for years yeah. ago, I think, that Whoopi said she is doing okay. Um, oh. I mean, even if she records a video message, just saying, okay, yeah. hi, girls, it's Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Casey, you are on, like, oh, oh you ain't shit. <laughs> Honey, I came back to play. I missed y'all so much over the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing Bobby like that? I'm done. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Tiggs, what about you? What are you thinking of? It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Joy Behar. What are you thinking? Oh, God. 25 years. I know. See, I remember before Poor Charles, there was Carolyn and Marilyn Real Friends. And yep. then once they canceled that bullshit, that's when the view came. Yeah. Um, to take Sydney Chase's old penthouse. Yeah, I mean, you know, the view is the view. I mean, hey, girl, whatever. I mean, I don't, I'm like Rod Rico. I don't be watching. I watch little clips. Whatever. I like Sunny, though. Sunny. Oh, you I know, love Sunny. And, By the know, way, if you have read Summer on the Bluffs, her first fictional novel, pick it up. It was so good. So, yeah, like, I, I'm happy that this, this their 25th season, you know, not many daytime shows are seeing that nowadays. I hopefully they'll. I just. I want them to kind of find a middle ground. Mm-hmm. Not all that political bullshit all the time. Oh no! Just it, it's just they need to find a middle ground because it's just like I get that 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 became their bread and butter over the years, but it's like it doesn't really matter when it's not an election year. So they need to like find a nice balance between variety, entertainment, and just, you know, talking about the real issues. We don't yeah, want to I would be love oblivious. to see them become, you know, because they sunk in the ratings a bit. You know, General Hospital beat them a lot during the last few weeks of their season. And I think that's just because I'm tired of it being a show that's meant for CNN. You know, well, I- Isn't the view part of ABC News' division? I mean, it is considered a why, part of ABC News. That's, that's who they, why they Yeah, that's what they keep it at newsy and they want it topical and they want. And I don't mind that, what's but this is right. You know, you're talking about 25 you know. years of a show that originally came on to be the ultimate woman's talk show that we had never seen before. Um, it was meant to discuss mammograms while also discussing Julia Roberts' new movie. You know what I mean? And then once in a while, you throw in uh, like the Bush election um, or something like that. But there's no balance to that show anymore. And there certainly wasn't when Megan was on, because every time I remember one time they were like, oh, um, what do you guys think about a possible third Sex in the City movie? And everybody was like, oh, I would love it. And Sonny's like, I would love it if they did diversity, but I still loved the show. And Megan was like, I don't really want to talk about this. I find uh, Sex in the City horribly offensive. I'm more about girls with uh, Lena Dunham. I feel like that portrays size well. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, enough with the politics, though. Get back to real women on a daytime talk show because the talk is certainly not going to give us women. So yeah, that's all I have to say on the view. Um, Emmy, what about you? I mean, you were never really the biggest fan of the view, right? No, I was watching, I was trying to decide, did I like the view or the talk better? Um, let me just tell you something. 
I, when I came out as trans in 2015, mm -hmm. I became more feminist, not because I, I felt like I had to, but because it was just like, it was just a natural progression for me. The reason yes. why I like the talk is because I thought I could tell that these women were friends with the view. It's like, they just kept fighting. And I only want to see fighting in daytime, like soaps. I don't want to see fighting on TV. It's weird. And it makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, Megan McCain and her hairdos. And oh. if you're you going to say that Amanda Poop uses her, her dead husband, that girl, Megan McCain, oh. and my father. You, Laura, she and Amanda Poops would have been best friends, I swear. Her father didn't even like her stupid ass. Um, I think they should make Liz Cheney the fifth host. I agree. Oh my God. Yes. She's not deplorable, but she is conservative. So maybe I'd venture over there. But why you do Barbara like that, Stacey? You had Mary J. Blige and fried chicken, and then you had she did. Barbara you Walters. Look it up. She did the Christmas chicken talk. You had <laughs> Barbara Walters sounding like Rose from Titanic. You ain't right today. You ain't right. Barbara like shit. Remember when the chicken pox had her out for a whole season? <laughs> I'm. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna invoke the spirit of Brody. Be nice. Be no, nice. Those who don't know. <laughs> Be nice. He, he's coming around to liking you, Tiggs, by the way. So, <laughs> you oh, and Brody. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, he ain't heard me cuss in a while, so I guess. Yes. You and Brody <laughs> might become friends after all. <laughs> I just feel like, when did Whoopi become so political? Like, I don't want to hear what Whoopi. Whoopi's you in danger, girl. these days. Like, I love when she was going at Megan, though. Oh, Ooh, I do. Too. I love Remember those that clips. time she said, Megan, we have to go. Oh, what about when she's like, Megan's like, blah, 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 and she's like, okay. <laughs> yes, what she said. Okay. I think Rodrigo used that as a clip once on his Twitter feed. Mm -hmm. Oh my um, God. So, anyway, let's move on to the uh, soap opera on ABC General Hospital. Um, I mm. wanted to go back to them because. Alan, I wanted to ask your thoughts. Um, something we didn't talk about uh, from GH was the whole Jason Carly factor. So before we move on to NBC, I want to revisit GH to talk about them. What are you thinking of that factor of the show? As some listeners might remember, when we interviewed Laura Wright last year, I asked her last year, what she think about if Jason and Carly had an affair? And she said, Oh, if it was right, it was right. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Something along, low, something along those lines. I, the writing's kind of awful. I was supportive of putting Jason and Carly together as a couple, but the writing's off. Because they're not having the right people, people oppose it. Because Monica should hate this. More people should hate it. Everyone's all supportive and all. It's fucking bullshit. They should make it more dramatic. Mm -hmm. Because if you're going to pay off this. 20 years of codependency, it should be dramatic as hell. And they're not going there. They're not going there. Yes, definitely. Um, I totally agree with you because, and that's why I specifically asked you about it because when we did interview Laura, um, you had specifically mentioned Jason and Carly and she said she would totally be up for it if it came about organically. Um, 
And to me, it kind of started that way. I think they're missing some beats with it, though, especially this whole Monica thing. It's so jarring to me. Yeah, she should be fucking pissed. Why Monica is not upset about this is beyond me. Um, she got a little swipes at Carly, but I'm like, she should be hating this bitch. This bitch is the same woman who covered her son's murder. I mean, exactly. Come on, like that is the big thing that the, the show thinks we forgot about. We did, Monica, and Monica's from that generation of Quartermains that took Brenda in as a surrogate daughter, basically, to get her away from Sunny. You know, remember how much Edward used to defend her, and so. They're just not playing the beats are not being played in this story. No. I mean, why is the whole town in love with Jason Carly in this damn way? I'm like, w- w- since when? The only person, and it sickens me that I posted it, but I, I had to keep it real. The only person that has a genuine reaction to this is Jax. He's the only one that's <laughs> trying to get in as, I'm, I, it's, that, That's how they're writing it. That, that he's the only one who was opposed to it. He hates it. And he's going to find out some information next week that's going to finally blow this whole thing up. Um, but why is it him? Why That could have been Monica. Monica could have been taken so far that she, she didn't want this wedding to go through or she found out why they were going through with the wedding and, and she getting inserting herself into it. And I don't know, that would have been more, they played that angle, but you have Bobby there, and that would that would affect the Bobby Monica's relationship. And then, no, nothing was played. I was like, oh. so um, Rodrigo, great points there. But let's you had mentioned Jax. Let's talk about Ingo Rademacher. Oh, um, the, the Dingo nature vaccine. Um, so anyway, <laughs> let's uh, get into it. So. It looks like uh, General Hospital is under a vaccine mandate. Yay! Uh, I broke on Twitter. Yes, um, our very own Alan Serapa broke that on Twitter. Um, and Nancy Lee Gron took to Twitter to thank Frank Valentini, I don't know for what, um, and thank ABC for, quote, following the science. Um, Alan, since you broke this on Twitter, let's go back to you, babe. Uh, what do you think of the vaccine mandate? And what did you think of Ingo Rademacher's hot opinion summer? Fuck that man. He needs to be fired. Because even if he gets vaccinated out of spite, he's just so, such a nuisance on set. And I've heard from more than one person there that the set there is awkward as hell right now. There's all this going on. So all attention. So yeah, he needs to go. I but yeah, I'm happy they have a mandate. I think most of the unvaccinated actors will get the vaccine because they don't want to fuck up their money because being stubborn and stupid is not going to pay the bills. And daytime, though the ratings are historically low, um, that's still a good paycheck. I mean, you know, I think somebody once said that at the very least, if you're a newbie, you're making about a thousand an episode. So allegedly. So, I mean, that's still a paycheck that you never want to give up. Um, so Tiggs, let's go to you. Uh, Confetamacher and Nancy Lee Gron um, shared scenes together on a recent episode that was filmed about six weeks ago. Um, and, you know, she's tweeting this out. He's putting out videos that are being liked by many fellow stars um, and many fellow soap actors, including Jacqueline McInnes Wood. 
um, surprisingly. So what do you think of this whole vaccine versus uh, Ingo versus Nancy Lee Gron? And what did you even think of Nancy tweeting about her sharing scenes with Ingo? Thank you, Nancy. And I'm pretty sure she shares the same opinion as me. Fuck Ingo Rademacher. <laughs> Fuck you and the horse you rode in on, like my mama used to always say. Fuck you and the horse you rode in on. You ain't even from this motherfucking country. And you got so much to motherfucking say about how we supposed to do things in this goddamn country. Like, Nancy is the consummate professional. Because I don't see how she even tolerated him in those fucking things. And it breaks my heart because I used to love Jackson and Lucky. Oh Franklin my God, me too. Back in the day. He's such and a big part just, of her history. It, it, it's, it's, it's so disheartening and sad that this ignorant son of a bitch will be on this. Like, you, you're so stupid. Like, do you not think this wouldn't affect your job in some type of way? And now it will. Either you're going to have to go against your punk-ass beliefs and get the shot or not. And Joey Novak is going to come cut Jackson's head off with a fucking axe. So, like, well, what do you want? Me, I would love for Jess to get killed off. It will define Jocelyn as a character. I would love for him to take a bullet for Jocelyn and oh my die. Gosh, can you imagine that? And, and, and I would just love to see my baby, my Eden McCoy, just tear Jason. Oh, McCarley baby, apart. she would tear it up. Tear it I would, up. I would love that. Like, that's what they need to do. Like, so much can be gotten if Jax dies. They have the perfect Please. setup for it, the way he's acting these days. It's a oh, good I know. Setup. Oh, totally. For a kill off, because the way Jax is acting and what he's going to find out about Nixon Falls, spoiler yeah. alert. Um, who knows how that's going to go? Nina might get so psychotic and do so. I don't know. I don't have any spoilers for that, Ooh, but I, I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, Rodrigo, that would be good. It's a that good would be good if, if, if she argues with Jackson. If she argues with Jackson, Jackson accidentally dies. And then, because, you know, she, he can be like, oh, you know, you're going to prison for this. Like, you knew this man's identity and who he was, and you rightfully kept him in this town and all of that stuff. And then she can be like, no, and like push him or something. And he fall on something and hit his head or something. And then she's got to deal with his kind of murder. So that would be hot. I would like it. I would really, really like it. Um, but yeah, I'm very happy uh, about GH and the direction they're going in. You know, GH has the largest cast out of all four shows. They have people with compromised immune systems, weakened immune systems, excuse me, like Cameron Matheson, who is recently a cancer survivor. They have um, Sophia Matson, who just gave birth. They have their older vets like Monica, Leslie Charlson. So, I mean, it was only a matter of time before they had to reassess where the show was. Because honestly, those COVID testing, you know, to do that for everybody is way too much. And they couldn't keep doing that forever. And allegedly, and Alan, I want your thoughts on this too. Allegedly, people have been breaking protocol so much at that show that the ABC was like, what the fuck? So what do you think about that, Alan? Yeah, it had to happen because you, you have all the testing and you have people's lives on the line. Because even if you have 
you're vaccinated, you get a pregnancy case, you can still have the hospital. Yes. So, mm-hmm. and yes. Steve Burton got COVID, and he's a lead on that show. I don't yes, know if they're going to recast him or anything. I haven't heard anything about that, but you cannot have people getting COVID on that set. It's too dangerous. Yeah, exactly. Um, Tiggs, what do you think of them allegedly um, being so involved in breaking protocol? People need to start getting fired. I don't give a fuck how popular you are. If you ain't with the program, you need to get out of the goddamn program. You are the motherfucking improper influence. Get your ass up out of Prospect Studios. Mickey Mouse needs to walk in that motherfucker and start doing COVID tests on these bitches. And be like, oh, oh, oh you want to play? You want to play? Get your ass out. Diggs, can you we, show we us can have a, We can have a mob war next week and everybody going to die in this bitch. Fuck that. Because the show will go on, goddamn. The show will go on because allegedly Mo is vaccinated, so he ain't going nowhere. I just, I love that, Jeannie Francis. Look, the last week of August, Mm -hmm. Jeannie Francis was like, I'm going on summer vacation. I'm like, girl. It's just like, you know, I'm not going to breathing on her anymore. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Jeannie's, I'm I'm pretty sure Jeannie's vaccinated because she got some damn sense. I mean, it's just, no, there are so many motherfuckers on that show that can be fucking replaced. We can have a bloodbath in this motherfucker. Let's do it. And it needs it. The show is still very cast bloated. I will say Chris and Dan, Dan and Chris, as like Rodrigo likes to say, um, they've definitely balanced the cast out very well, but they are still very cast heavy. And so maybe this could also take some weight off of the show's shoulders. Um, And if there are actors who are not going to get it, there's the door. And there's plenty of people who can replace you. Um, well, I think I can sort of play Nicholas tomorrow, and it wouldn't matter. Look, Alan, you know, Charo can't get her talk show, but by God, Alan will have her play Carly <laughs> Corinthos starting September 30th. Yeah. <laughs> I think more rights vaccinated. I'm not sure. Not, have, not oh, she, yeah, that things. wasn't, I'm not saying, yeah, I yeah, just no. want to clear that up. being clear, there's no one saying that we're saying Laura Rice is not vaccinated. Yeah. We love yeah. Laura, she's a friend. Yes, we love Laura, love you, Laura. Carly gets hmm. on my goddamn nerves, but it's not your fault. Hmm. Right. Honey, she does it in all the mm-hmm. right ways. I tell you, I would rather it have be Laura Wright's Carly getting on my damn nerves than, no, I'm not going to bring up Carl. Mm-hmm. Um, not Carly. Case. Case, didn't I tell you about that bullshit? <laughs> And especially with Emmy on this damn call. You stop that shit. Oh no, Emmy. (laughs) He acting out. He acting out. Look, I tell you what. Jennifer Bransford took a job and she did what the fuck she could. Because trust me, baby, (laughs) the writing back in 2005, I'll take it over the ship. Honey, and I was a dishwasher in high school. Don't mean I was good at it. Uh, (laughs) Anyway. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, we'll see what the future of GH holds. Um, we'll see if it's a money thing where they don't want to say bye-bye to that hot-looking paycheck, or we'll see if it's a cast and bloodbath. Like I said, I mentioned in Rodrigo's tweets one day, I said, you know what? Line them all up in one episode. Do one after the another. Have them step up to a stage. The role of so-and-so is now being played by so-and-so. The role of so-and-so is now just... See, y'all are also... Y'all are all surprised that Ingo's this crazy person. He named his, his oh no, kid we're not Peanut. no because he named us... his kid Peanut, honey. I knew he was stupid. Let the record show that this podcast was the only one 
to talk about that man last summer mm. when he no it's been way before that saying he when he you know racism was over um mm. yeah as, as a white australian man he's saying racism over. yeah he has now. a job on a network television show mm. Oh, mm. my goodness we have and just after what he did out. to um just one last thing after what he did to poor nancy with maury Ooh, ooh! I would have yeah, if I was Nancy. Done. I would have slapped the dog shit with him, right on camera. I'd have been like, "Look, y'all, I'm slapping Ingo." I'm just ooh. Oh, anyway, sorry. she'll be like, "Frank, can you get this one last shot in the episode?" Mm-hmm. Or, or okay. Go over about ten seconds. I, mm. I don't want to go over. I don't want to hold the crew up. I just want to do something. He's so nasty. Mm. Anyway. So anyway, before we leave, y'all. Um, let's talk about Days of Our Lives Beyond Salem. Um, of course, once again, uh, next week, we will be discussing all five episodes and how it impacts the future of the show. Um, but real quick, we don't want to spoil too much, just in case somebody hasn't had the chance to watch. And Tiggs, I know you haven't watched yet. Um, so Tiggs, I'll start with you, though. What are you thinking about the promotion aspect of the show, at least? Thank you so much to Jack A. Harry because she's been out here promoting the shit out this motherfucking show and Lisa mm-hmm. Renner and Eileen Davidson. Shit. I've even Sony Pictures Television tweeted about it. I said, oh shit, y'all remember y'all? Lord, remember when y'all, they, y'all child, when they said the OGs are back, I was like, honey, they did not I believe King Corday had one of his grandniece. The OGs, like, the OGs are just yeah, they are just the assignment. The OGs are just the assignment. They did, they did what they had to be done. Honey, when they said, when Sony Pictures said the OGs, I'm like, is Alice Horton going to show up? Like, <gasps> <gasps> you is very I'm like, is my, my, my grand. No, I'm, I'm so happy about this because I wanted to work out. I wanted to get another Beyond Salem. I wanted to just get a whole all in out spinoff. Well, and rumor yeah, has it that we might be. Yeah, like I've said on Twitter. Like NBC needs to work on getting every episode of Passions on Peacock, so people can go back and reminisce and watch. We can get a spinoff of that. It like at the end of the day, it's not even about you know bringing back anything old. Even though I would love a show to resurface and get you spent, like everything else is. To no. Oh please, Procter and Gamble could kiss my ass. But yeah, oh. like I just honey, they just need to meet with me. I got my four hundred page Bible ready to go. I bet you did. That ain't goddamn edge of night. But in Swan's Crossing and all that shit. Oh, Swan, yeah, like, oh Swan's Crossing. I really want all this to work. Like like I said, the only thing I I, I know some of the execution is going to irritate me because Ron been on, mm-hmm. he's been on my nerves with that shit. Tiggs, you will be very impressed. I mean, you should set your expectations high, and when you watch that first episode, you will see they exceed the expectations. Because the whole Christmas thing, I just, I, and I know it's not going to be this, I just wish it would have been Stacey Hydus Kristen in a mask as Eileen Davidson, and people just running into her like, no, you from somewhere? Oh, no, you don't. I know. Some bullshit like that. I, and I get part. why they got Eileen, yep, because they want go. eyeballs. I get that. But it's so disrespectful to no, it's not. Yes, no. it is. Yes, no. Yes, 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 it is. It's yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because no, fuck that. I love Eileen Davidson, but, but it's not like they want some. Goddamn, 
female recast in daytime in the last fucking but decade. Stacey will only and she be came and she did the motherfucking Here's thing. A, I'm going to tell you in my be, opinion. Stacey's going to be Go on the day shows. She's going to be on, she's still going to be on OG days. It's just this yeah. for this and program. Like I said, that, that would have been the only thing for me. For my business. It would have been a situation where, episode. where Stacey for Kristen would have wore a mask and it was Eileen and she could just go all out. And don't get me wrong, I would have been up for that too. That would have been very creative. That, but let that, me tell you. That would have been respectful. That would have been so dangerous. I love Stacey. I love Stacey as Chris. I love Stacey. She has made the role her own. For, but from a business standpoint and how big this is for Peacock. And let me tell eyeballs, you why it's not disrespectful though. They didn't I launch, understood it. They I didn't launch it. a real Kristen promo. They didn't do a Gina Tangioni, Michelle Stafford. Mm -hmm. What they did was they said, Eileen, can you come back for three out of the five episodes and play Kristen for probably 10 scenes combined? And let me tell you something. In Eileen Davidson's interview, she said, this has been so much fun to return to my home. And she said, Stacy is killing it. And Stacy you know, deserves, she didn't say deserve, I'm paraphrasing, but she basically said Stacy deserves to be on the flagship show playing this role day in and day out because of the amount of work she's put in. Additionally, Eileen also put out a Instagram picture and Stacy liked it and commented well wishes on it. These are two professional women who understand that there is no disrespect involved. All they wanted was Eileen back for three out of the five episodes. And you know what? It's eye candy. You know, they're reliving 90s days. They have Sin. They have Lisa Rinna. So if Lisa Rinna plays the role, is that disrespectful to Krista and Julie Pinson? No, it's the fact well, that- Lisa Rinna played the role in years. No, go, go, She's please. not the same thing. Don't give me that bullshit about no goddamn Krista Allen. And no, and I love Lisa <laughs> Rinna, but goddamn, and my Billy is Julie Pinson. And I, I did mean, like Julie Lisa Pinson. Renee is a real housewife. But, but no, I get what you're saying, Casey. I get that. And I get I, what you're saying, too. No, yeah, I'm no, in the no, middle. No, because it's not about Eileen. Eileen has given her golden stamp of approval to Stacey a long time ago. Class act. That's fine. No, I just wish it would have been constructed a little better in the story. That's why I'm so happy that Jamie Giddens, hey, Jamie, is on that writing yes, staff. Yes, congratulations. Jamie. And Jamie. his breakdowns and his executions have been shit ever since the fucking time jump. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired. Ooh. So let me ask you this, Tiggs. Honestly, you know, back up for a minute. Are you more mad at Eileen coming back for 30 minutes? Or are you more mad at the overall state of the show with how lazy their execution can sometimes be? No, yes. No, of course. No, Eileen, get your check, baby. If they can afford <laughs> you, girl, get it. No, this, 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 this is not about Eileen Davidson at all. Okay. It's about the execution. Like I said, it could have been a situation where Stacey Kristen was just like, you know what? Let me throw a little mask on and right quick. So, and, you know, she running into people. People recognize her. Like, do I know you from somewhere? Oh, well, girl, maybe we got our hair done together somewhere. Some shit like that. So let Bullshit me ask you like this. That. Looking back at the whole thing as a whole, do you actually truly find it disrespectful? Or do you think they should have just injected more creativity in your opinion? Yes. Okay. I will take that back. I retract that statement. It's not really disrespectful, but the execution and all that stuff. Like they could have, they could have just had one little scene of even if they didn't acknowledge that, they could have just had her around and then she could have had the scene talking to herself like Kristen always do, 
Oh, I'm so happy this wig ain't this wig and this um, mask is all on the <laughs> So you know, oh right, they come up for like this lace front and this um mask is all off the child. Okay, let me just go ahead because it's like, how are they even going to install Kristen into this and like she's a criminal, like she's on the run, like that would have been a lot better. You know, Kristen could have been in stealth mode as Eileen, and she just could have lied and said her name was. Rachel, Rachel Black. Rachel Vanderpump. Do something. Right, 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 right. It could have been some shit like that. Anything. But mm. and then you know she could have taken off that mask. Overall show, but it's just Ron. But it's not just Ron's fault. It's NBC and it's Ken Corday. When they get these stories and these pitches, they need to get in his ass and be like, "Uh -uh. uh-uh. But I must say the. Beyond Salem, I just watched the first two episodes today. It is, I was very impressed. They put some, they have money. There is money being used on this Child, show. They build new sets for everybody. I'm like, oh, well, hell yeah. Yes. Spend that, that money, get those guest stars. Well, hell get yeah. those. That's because NBC was just like, look, we need this to work for people. Now, you know those sets will be folded <laughs> into the flagship show, and I'm okay with it because they look and, yeah. I, and I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. to me, I don't care about sets being repurposed. Oh, I no. I don't know. Be, be repurposed properly. Different furniture. Yes, like, like what they did. Know, different I noticed appliances it. and shit. Yeah. I noticed it in episode one. Um, Anna and uh, who's he playing? Tony? I don't, I can't even remember. Dale Bainsley. Right yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Victor Cassadine. They were, um, in a hotel uh, kind of ballroom suite. And you could tell they repurposed the Demera Mansion living room to look like that. And the way I noticed it is because I saw the Demera Mansion trim, that black trim with the gold. And, but I was like, I'm okay with this because they made it look totally different. So all they did was take the wall structure, but then they were like, we're gonna put new carpet down, you know, tack up a wall everything it looked fabulous so yeah i don't mind if they repurpose any of those beyond salem sets for the actual show yeah and then seeing return characters uh, i mean they're already they already promoted christy clark oh good to see seeing christy clark that, that little girl done, she done grown up on this show like she along with kimberly mccullough those are those actresses that you just watch growing up and then you just enjoy seeing them I on know. the show and their interactions, her and Anna, um, and just, you'll see her interaction with Marlena. It's just the history, the history. They, they got the family dynamic right with each scenes on this show. Uh, just centering on this, you know, this peacock thing. I don't know. I mean, it's these okay. jewels. Um, I mean, that's just, you know, just as a piece of what they're offering. I mean, it's just a family dynamic. And that's what's missing on the flagship show for me. And you know what? If you missed someone like Emmy, who's missed a few years of the show, they explain all the exposition of the characters so beautifully, where it didn't feel like over-the-head exposition. It was very smart. You know, Billy, Tiggs, cover your ears. Uh, <laughs> Billy's reaction to Ben, and that's all I'll say on that. Yeah. Um, that oh, I already know. I already know. I've seen on show that's going to be some bullshit. And I like I like Ben and Sierra, but I'm tired of it. Look now. Do not try to erase the fact 
of what the fuck he did, and don't you damn well try to make him into Beauregard Brady because he's fucking not. Ben and Sierra need their own love story. They are not Bowen Hope. Stop that bullshit. And people need to have proper reactions to what the what the fuck that motherfucker Billy did. did. Will Billy did. Billy Will almost Billy. tackled his ass. Mm-hmm. She should have. She should have. That motherfucker almost killed her nephew. She should. And she said that. You'll That's explain. But then you can't Just have like, and they can't have like Sierra being so stupid after, oh, he's changed now and blah, blah. No, Sierra needs to fucking understand. Now, like, see, I can't fault takes for that because that's exactly how No, she because it's like, no, <laughs> fuck that. No, you, no, Sierra needs to be like, I love you, Ben, but you have to also understand people aren't going to see you the way I do. I love you. They don't. And yeah. that needs to be a real thing because that's real life. Even if your man ain't a serial killer, some motherfuckers ain't gonna like your man. And you need to understand that. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is. Just like, look, everybody ain't gonna like you, but I like you, baby. That's all, you know, shit like that. Because that's something about Ben and Sierra that I fucking hate. Sierra's whole existence is about defending him and wringing her hands about him and all this. No, they need to take a new approach to Ben and Sierra. Because I'm tired of this same bullshit we've gotten with this couple for the last three years. I'm fucking over. Yeah. Because at this point, I want them off my screen. The, I so I, I am still a fan of them. Um, I see the potential. I mean, I like them, them too, but I just yeah, I know you do. To, yeah, they need to change it up because I'm sick of what no, I'm getting. No, we totally right now. agree. Yeah, we totally agree that. I I recognize their popularity. I mean, you know, like Jamie used to say, game recognizes games. So I know yeah. they are. They In the are words popular. of Lisa Renna, own it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. But like, I mean. I would like to see a new direction with them. Now, they, you know, on the OG show, they're talking about having a baby and Ben don't Which want is so a weird. baby. Okay, I just have to say, they had all this time to plan this show out. Why are these characters in Salem? <laughs> right. So, well, we'll... they're talking in conversation. They have it, they're at New Orleans. It's on the main show. They're like camping or whatever. So, I know, but that is... makes no sense. They are in New Orleans. Like, <laughs> well, the. Well, the Beyond Salem, that's supposed to be a standalone type show. So, so but, gotta, but, but, but at the same time, no, no, fuck that. It's not a standalone type show. Because know, if, it, if you no, are it's a not. fan of Days I, of Our Lives, you're going to watch that fucking show. Like, they, yeah. they need to stop that bullshit. It's not a standalone Because show. the same... It, it's kind because, of the same thing as when, when they had their prime time episodes back in the 90s, Winter Heat and One Stormy Night. Oh, that's what stormy. this is. That's what it is. Yeah, it is that's what it is. Fucking show. Because they need to be cohesive with it. I don't know if you all yeah. saw, but oh, one yeah. one day the show aired episode fourteen thousand one hundred twenty-two, and the next day they aired episode fourteen thousand four hundred one, because fourteen thousand four hundred something was an insert that we saw for Beyond Salem. So. I, I don't know why they messed up their scheduling so much. And it makes me think, okay, so early next year, are we not going to see these characters for a few weeks? Because, like, I'm confused about where the timeline is. If they didn't... Yeah, it's because, so. and that's what happens when you're taping shit three months in fucking advance. And you want to do all this episode. <laughs> like, it's like, fuck that. I'm tired of the whole rhetoric for saving me. Fuck you! I'm tired of that saving money bullshit. I want a good yeah. fucking show. I want a good cohesive fucking soap opera. I'm summer. tired of you. Uh, like, CBS, this is bullshit what ass world turned years ago. 
Ooh, ooh. Oh, I remember ooh, that. Yeah. Back. All that, all that taping ahead and all that. Fuck that. Damn. If you want to keep the show on the air, you pay for it, motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> and that's it. Things like bitch better have my money. It takes money to make money. I'm like, let's just tape the show ten years in advance, and we'll save so much. Fuck you. Spend the day. Like Big Ann said, you can't take it with you, motherfucker. Spend it. You spend it on all these tired ass, trifling ass, corny ass pilots <laughs> and shows that don't even make it past three, four episodes in prime time. Spend some of that shit on a motherfucking 56 year old goddamn soap opera. Tiggs, do you have anything else to say, my darling? <laughs> And to all you motherfuckers talking shit about Deidre Hall saying the motherfucking oh, okay, yeah, that oh, means yeah. that Deidre Hall, like Deidre Hall has been the on the show. Motherfucking face and person on that goddamn show. I love me some Tom Horton. I love Madonna yep. Carey, but the motherfucker been dead almost thirty years. Don't nobody <laughs> give fuck no goddamn. <laughs> and did you hear her? She came on. She said, "And so are the days of our lives." Hmm. God damn it. Okay. It was perfect. It was so perfect the way she did yeah, it. It, was. Like, it made sense that Deirdre Hall is doing the voice yes, of because mm-hmm. when it comes to, it's a treat, you know. this show, it is four motherfuckers that is headlining this bitch and making any kind of headlines. Deirdre Hall, you J.K. Harry, Lisa Lennon, and Eileen goddamn Davidson. You goddamn right. You asked <laughs> nine out of ten people on the street. The first person they think of when it's this, you say Days of Our Lives is goddamn mm-hmm. Marlena Evans. Yes, the top five characters. They're supposed to be Sammy Afflat. Yeah, and then Sammy. And Sammy. Yep, it would be Bowen, Hope, Marlena, John, and Sammy. That would be it. Yeah. It wouldn't be, no, I'm sorry. Well, a real fan of the show who still watches to this day would probably say McDonald Carey. But Joe Schmo, who only watched during the possession while his wife was pregnant because she used to tape it, he only knows Marlena. That's uh-huh. it. He don't know McDonald Carey. Yep. Wasn't it Tom was- even dead by the time they did the possession yeah, story? Tom had died yeah, he that. was. It was already Tom gone. died in 94. The possession story was 95. Exactly. Yep. And he even was dead when they started it at the tail end of the night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When she burned down the Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, look, and we will for we honor McDonald's Carey's legacy and legend status every single day on that show, Monday through Friday. Of course, yeah. of course, but every little kid knows. Don't you when hate you hear McDonald Carey's voice and you see that goddamn hourglass? You best shut the fuck up. Yeah, you know, about sit your ass down. My mama wants to watch some Sammy Marlene. But the thing is, Deidre Hall has been doing her thing since 1970. She so was on the pilot. She, she was on the pilot. Young and the Restless. Like, let's take her way back. Oh, like, Barbara Anderson. She's right. Barbara, right. She's been doing the this. She has been doing so don't this. Don't say she, so she has OG. earned her flowers. She, Thank she, you. she has earned the roses, not the tomatoes. Right. She, right. she up here doing the most and she deserves the world. Like Ron said, rightfully so, when Ron won his Briding Emmy for that show the first year he did it, he said, and I got to thank the queen, Deidre Hall, because yep. that's who she, and she was like, hmm, because that's who she is. <laughs> that is, that, that is like, like, it's just like, you know what, I, I you, you if it was up to a me, a drug dealer on the street, a drug dealer on the street, 
That yeah. motherfucker can pinpoint who the fuck Victor Newman is. He can pinpoint who the fuck Erica Kane is. And goddamn if he know who the fuck Marlena Evans is. Here. She has been a main fixture on this show since Bill Bell was its writer. Right. And when, you know, Marlena, you know, when the uh, Strangler was there and they got Samantha instead of Marlena, but they made you think it was Marlena, hundreds and thousands of people called in and flooded the switchboard to the yeah. point that it crashed. Yep. They ain't doing that for no McDonald's carry, and I'm sorry, baby. Ooh. Now, I will say what they used to do for McDonald Carey was give him that damn Emmy because McDonald Carey used to be the days of our lives. And uh-huh. to this well, no, day... No, no, no. When it comes to McDonald Carey, he fits that soap to me. Yes. He's the yeah. patriarch of the show, the good yeah. doctor. He's the same. He's akin to what Joe Martin was to all my children. Yes. Yeah. To what Ed Bauer was to God yeah. in life. Yeah. 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 You know, that's what he was to... Dr. To Bob, God damn it, Bob to what... Bob like, Hughes. Who what yeah. Bob Hughes was the ass world terms. Yep. You know, that's what that is. And, and like, yes, like I said, I love Tom Horton as a little kid. He reminded me of my grandfather. Well, who I wanted my grandfather to be if he wasn't. And you know what? He was one of those soap characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They no longer have a soap character who actually teaches young children that are watching lessons. You know, mm-hmm. when Tom talked, you would pay attention, you know? Same with Steve Hardy. He would yep. say, oh, you know, Jennifer, let me take you aside and talk to you about the vaccine. And, um, and they need to do that. They need to have more of that. They, no, they need to have more of that. Like with G.H. Finn is right there. Like Finn kind of gets on my nerves sometimes. I only like him the best when he's with that little vibe. But okay. like, you know, they can have that with Finn. You know, Days can have that if they recast Mike Horton. Mike they Horton. bring on Jeremy. Because a Horton needs to be at that damn hospital. I love me some Kayla. Mm-hmm. I love me some Kayla. But no, no, it needs to be a motherfucking Horton at Salem University Hospital with a stethoscope, goddammit. So, like... <laughs> to read, and you know what? You have Mike read the Christmas story every year like Tom used to do. And you have him be the... Anch- the show, to me, is missing a heartfelt anchor like Tom, like Tiggs mentioned. Um... Because Marlena and John, especially Marlena, they're the anchor as a whole. But in my opinion, when it comes to a multi-generational soap opera, there's different kinds of anchors yep. to keep the ship afloat. Yep. Um, so yeah, but we'll see. Um, in it's my a, it's opinion, the same thing like YNR. It's yeah, like, Y&R. you know, you had Catherine Chancellor, but she was the grand dom. She wasn't yeah. Liz Foster. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's, I that's think that's crazy. Like, like, like yeah. Marlena, Marlena is the grand dame of Santa. She's not the fucking matriarch. People like to say that, but she's fucking Marlena Evans. She's not no goddamn matriarch. But they need, you say uh, that for, but they need that. But you say that for Julie Woods, or you say that for my yeah, goddamn Julie's the matriarch. Yeah, and you Julie. shut up, Alan. You shut up. You say it for the guy. No, Alan's. Alan's probably ready to combust with all this talk of people uh, over Julie, AARP. Julie, okay, but Alan is like, I don't want to hear another AARP sponsorship again. He's yeah, like, Doug who's and Julie? Julie. Oh, Doug, yeah, Doug and Julie's still there. They, they, had a, they had a patriarch or major out there. Well, well, yeah, well we ain't going to have Doug, Doug much longer. Or are we gonna, he going to be dead in six months from the old sounds. Oh, yeah. It's probably his exit story. Well, Bill Hayes is 96 years old. 
No, I'm, I'm so fine with that story. Around. Yeah, give him his flowers while he's here and Susan C. And everybody, okay, let me tell you all something real quick. Because I'm seeing people are dogging Ron for this. They're like, oh, Ron sold the success with Mike's story on GH and Dina's. I'm like, when were those stories successful? And when were they done correctly? Can you just give Ron a fucking chance? No, like, Ron's going to be fine. He's going to play the beast and it's not going to drag. Give yeah. the, give Bill Hayes his flowers while he's there and see the Susan Seaforth is about to act a motherfucking fool. Oh. But I, like I said, they better get Christian Alfonso back. I could see Lord yeah. somebody's ass. Yeah. Christian yeah, not for a funeral. Christian no. didn't be there while the Dina story. The Dina story was not a success. That woman died in the living room chair, the wing, not even the wing chair of the Yeah, she didn't even room. get John no. wing back. No. So that was not a success at all. She just won an Emmy for sticking her tongue out like a damn dog when she died. <laughs> So <laughs> she's like, look, this was the extent, this was the extent of Dina's story. Jackie, I've I know I've stole you know stole that white baby, and I know I mm. Nikki at the benefit, but mm. I'm going to miss you someday. And then he was like, Mom, and that was the extent of that story. And I'm sorry, over at G- that was a lifetime achievement. Emmy. Sucked fifty years ago, well, seventy years ago. Mm. Yeah, That's over just, at that was G-H, all sorry. the cock she sucked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But yeah, she was a hoe. It's gonna be a different thing with Doug because yeah, it is. Doug's is Doug gonna be Julie, so much. Doug more and Julie real. were on the cover of Time Magazine. God damn. Thank it. you. Like, do you know? I, I will tell anybody no soap, and there has never been a soap, and there will never be another soap that will pull out a flashback on your ass like Days of Our Lives. Oh, I tell and you, the you type know. of flashback they are going to use for Doug and motherfucking Julie. You know they're gonna have a montage, and they're gonna hear Bill. You know they're gonna have a montage, and Doug's gonna be singing during it. And you know they're gonna be in the hospital, and he's gonna go, "I'll be loving you always," and I'm. It's gonna be beautiful, and that's what I need. And I need Christian Alfonso to come back because I need Hope's fifty-year-old ass to say "Daddy" like she's sixteen. Oh, Daddy! And And people used to have a problem with that. It's like motherfucker, she never knew her mama and she was a spoiled ass brat. And you know, know here's the thing about Doug. This is what people who are grown and call their parents mommy. And then look, my mother's been dead for five years until the day she took her last motherfucking breath. My 30 year old grown ass called her mommy like I was four. I don't give a fuck. Yep. I have my mom and my (laughs) mama. Like, that's my mama. Like, mm. and you know, what's instantly different about Doug's story is Doug's been on the show. Dina hadn't been on the show in 40 years. Mike hadn't been on the show in 15. Doug has been at that show consistently. Yeah, he's taken like two year breaks here and there. But yeah, and he's more iconic too, because you have to think about it like, yeah, the Abbots came on in the 80s and then Sonny came on in 93. But Doug came on in 1970. Doug and Julie were one of the no, first was, popular super couples. And like Doug's triangle with Patty and Julie gave us one of the most popular heroines to ever grace that fucking show. Like, there's no comparison. Yes. Doug like and we Julie we used like, to like, be like Sean Bowen. Douglas is named after that motherfucker. No, yeah. you will not compare him to Dina's Hoist Ash and Mike always getting his ass whooped by the long sharks. And you, you will know, not compare that to Doug Look at what Ron. <laughs> 
all I think about when I think of this upcoming story for Doug is look what Ron did when Edward died. That, yeah. that episode was amazing. When he walked up those stairs, the John Engel, Whitney Houston hologram, it was perfect. And so and one, also, one and what I want to also, in addition to Christian Alfonso, you go ahead and bring back Rick Hurst because Scotty Bannon need to go say goodbye to his, his play pop pot. He needs to be there for Jewel. And you know what? I also want Doug's son back as well that they never mentioned. Like, you know, have that time to bring his actual son back so they can become one again and play that story out, you know? Play it out where an older man has to see his older father deteriorate and how do they heal with each other? Yeah, and, and that could be a whole introduction of some other shit. Like yes. if Doug, Doug's son came back, Doug- Who is Doug's son? Yeah. You know, a daughter that could screw JJ or something like that, a trip. Like it could be anything. Do that. Like why the fuck not? Yes. Um, there are so, yeah, you can bring back Dougie LeClaire and do a really- great introduction storyline because we know nothing about Dougie. We don't know who he is. Is he married? Does he have children of his own? Um, it, it would be perfect. This story is instantly different. And, you know, I know we dog Ron a lot and we, but, we are the first to call him out, but, but he's going to respect the veteran. He, he's going to respect the veteran. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ron respects those veterans on each of the shows he's written. Susan C. Hayes has not seen that much story under a head writer since 1993 when she was trying to take over The Spectator. I mean, this will be gold and you know they will get their Emmy love. You know Susan C. Hayes will have that scene, you know, by Alice and Tom's plaque where she's like, I'm not ready for him to go. (laughs) (laughs) No. Don't do that. (laughs) <laughs> Honey, I, I'm not doing it. Susan C. Forpays is next mm. November sweeps. <laughs> mm. And you know what? Have Gabby say something shitty. You know, when Doug is really sick, but nobody knows what's going on. And Gabby can be like, oh, you know, you used to fake shit all the time for, you know, people being kind to you. I'm sure Doug is doing the same thing. And Julie can be like, you bitch, he has Alzheimer's. And it can be fabulous. <laughs> you mendacious bitch. You mendacious little bitch. <laughs> Susan C. Forte's never change. Never ever change. Slap the dog shit out of her too. Mm. I'm like, I look, she threw Camila Bannis back over that Trump wall. I'll tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I, I'm ready for days of our lives with this whole Doug story. I'm very excited. Huh. Well, anyway, we've talked about days. We've talked mm-hmm. about GH, the bell shows, the view, the talk, the read, whatever. <sighs> Thank you, everybody, for waiting as we come back for our fifth season. Next week is our special Beyond Salem episode. We're very excited. Um but for now, Emmy, we'll start with you. Where can our uh, listeners catch up with you on Twitter? On all platforms, it's MS Emmy Morgan. And wow. um, I also have a podcast every Sunday, plugging yeah. it, The Spilled Tea on Blog Talk Radio. 
with the amazing um, Emmys. Oh, here we go. Willis is on there. And um, also a great actress in the New York area by the name of Veronica Dang is on there. Uh, They talk about everything. They talk any and all topics that are impacting the world we live in today. And you guys just came back for your ninth season. So that's exciting. Yeah, and the dynamic with me and Joe, who Casey is in love with, but he's happily married. Mr. Joe Will. I Um, bet he is. But honey, I'm here to tell you, I'm Sammy Brady. Oh, Lord. He ain't Austin Reed, honey. Um, Well, yeah, because he's not (laughs) stupid. Joe and I have been friends since the sixth grade. And we just, our dynamic is so just, I don't know. Everybody loves it. I, I guess I love it. I'm still sticking with him. But, um, and then we have Veronica, who is just amazing and oh, funny and sweet and articulate. And so our, the three of us are just such a funny dynamic. And I don't know. It works. It works. Well, I'm going to give that a try. You really I'm should. Definitely will. I am. Yes, I will. Um. Speaking of Veronica, I met her when she uh, played Dr. Avery, Dr. Avery Randolph on uh, My Soap, which, by the way, Rodrigo will be guest starring on Yay. My Soap uh-huh. next year. Um, I thought you. I would ah! reveal that. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, I'm going to be famous. I'm going to be famous, y'all. Uh oh. Uh oh. Well, I, can't be, I can't be no ghetto bitch named Keisha. <laughs> no, because on our show, Keisha's played by Jennifer Gotti. Remember? Did, <gasps> no, he didn't. The Sorry. shade. <laughs> Remember? He said, I, he said Keisha's played by Jennifer Gotti. Remember? They recast Keisha, oh, the black girl shit. Keisha with a white girl. Oh, uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. No, I'm going to expect a call in a couple more months and you're going to give me a goddamn role on this damn showcase. <laughs> I'm going to be like, the role of Jermaine Wilkins will be played by. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, you know what? Tiggs, it needs to, your character Wilkins. name needs to be Faye Chantel. That's who your character is. I'm done. And, and I don't need no big role, Casey. You know, I don't need to play too much of the storyline. I can be the live mom persistent. Oh my God! Just give me something to say. Um, well, Rodrigo will be playing a priest. Um, so oh. I'm very <laughs> <laughs> wild. Tig is wild. Look at Tig, he fell out. Well, we gonna have more sex than anybody on this goddamn podcast. <laughs> well, hey, somebody on this podcast has got to. <laughs> um. So anyway, Rodrigo. Uh-uh. Rodrigo, where can they find you on Twitter, my dear? What? Oh where my can they goodness. find you in the confessional booth? No one where they can find you, find me. you can find me in the confessional booth at Rodrigo's World 81. Check me out, Oh, my Lord. Uh, <laughs> Tiggs, what about you, Charity Raymer? Where can they find you? Oh, you kiss my ass, Casey. You can find me being Beth Ellers future assistant <laughs> at the Ben Master Part 2. Oh, you finally learned your Twitter ad handle over the break. I That's sure me. did. Best <laughs> ever think I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot with you. And then, Alan, 
Oh, look at you, you sexy little hunk. Where can they find you on Twitter? Anyway, you can find me on Rapid Exposure, <laughs> people who like horse warmer tweets, like Alan, Sean Dominic. I want to see how many fuck you Casey's can we rack up in one season? How many do you think? Six? Twelve. Okay, we'll go, we'll go for 10 or 12. Okay. Look, we'll play Price is Right with it. Uh, <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at KCS Hutch. Um, I'm going to be tweeting soon about episode two of Beyond Salem. And I started my Santa Barbara rewatch. So I'll be tweeting about that too once in a while. All right. Um, and also you can find our show at the chat underscore podcast on Twitter and on Facebook. It's at the chat show podcast. We're back for season five. We're here. Some of us are queer. The majority of us are. Get used to it. Um, and yeah, take a little time to enjoy the chat or whatever. Oh, get know. vaccinated, Phil Packers. Get vaccinated. Listen to science. Wash yeah. your ass. Wear a mask. And if All you need to get vaccinated, get your motherfucking boots aside. Tiggs, remember when your slogan oh, used to only be wear a mask while she asked, mind your business? Now it's like 50 paragraphs long. Well, <laughs> like we stupid ass anti-vaxxers, so shit. Get the, get the goddamn boots shot. Stay away from motherfuckers. No, stay away. <laughs> no, the only person y'all need to stay away from is Ingo Rademacher, okay? <laughs> There's more. There's more. Melissa Reeves. Um, oh, 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 and she's kick the fucking ass. She coming up in here trying to be all up on a Horton Christmas tree. No, bitch. That's <laughs> the Christmas right. tree, bitch. The motherfucking anyway, bitch. The one that got vaccinated, this? bitch. And look, Katie, you are very gracious <laughs> to have posted that. Episode, for a Christmas episode. Yeah, of all things. Yeah. I said, what's she going to do? What? You, See, I'm going to try to reach out to her. I'm going to reach out to come and get her on the show. I'm going to pull an ass. No, you know the fuck you want. I'm going to get my girl. Because if I get to talk to my Dixie Cooney, I'm a shit. Oh, Katie McLean, I thought you said Melissa Reeves. I was like, no. Hell no. I was like, you're trying to create, look, Tiggs is trying to recreate the view moment where Joy and Whoopi walked away from Bill O'Reilly. Yep. <laughs> Look, Melissa, come on. Talking about vaccines, Rodrigo's going to say, I don't want to do this no more. I'm out. Mm. And no, Melissa does follow me on Twitter. So. Like, no, like, what? Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Such a fabulous Who's actor. Let's follow me on Twitter. Helen, she follows you on Twitter? Yes, she does. She's only How is that years. possible? Ew. Oh, does she Melissa know who Re- you are? Melissa. <laughs> Melissa Reeds is a masochist. Okay. <laughs> anyway, y'all, look, we... <laughs> yeah. This show is wow. back. We're back, baby. We're happy to be back. Um, and here we go. It's nonstop. Bye. We are on the train to season five. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see everybody yeah. next week. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.